to the Can't Tell Us Nothing podcast. I'm Ayoki. And I'm Diamond. And we have a guest today. What's Go up, ahead and introduce yourself. What's up, y'all? My name is Tay. Um, I'm here from Marlboro County, Bittersfield with my girls. And we about to have a good time. That's right. That's right. What he said. So, y'all, y'all already know it's February. So, to kick off this podcast, we're going to play the game Black Car Revoke. So, y'all ready? Let's go. Okay, I'm gonna let you pick. Hold up, you pick one. Mm-hmm. I'm a little scared. Honestly, I think my black car about to be revoked. Okay. Where? It's all and black. I'm <laughs> so I'm gonna go first. Okay. <laughs> okay. What is Mike Jones' phone number? A eight six seven five three zero nine. B seven zero seven six zero six. O eight four two C seven 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 nine three one one or D two eight one three three O and that is the answer. Oh wait, okay. You want you want to go next? You want me to go? According to Mama, why shouldn't a woman put her purse on the floor? A it'll get stolen. B it'll get dirty. C, a roach might crawl with it, or D, you'll stay broke. You'll stay you gonna broke. You're going to stay broke. You <laughs> stay better pick broke. that bag up. You'll stay now, broke. If your house dirty, I wouldn't put nothing down. <laughs> You're going to come home with some roaches. Though. Hey, yeah. it, it can all work all it, every way. Either way. I'm trying to tell yeah. you. Okay. This is according to Mama, too. What does it mean if your hand itches? A, you got debt to pay. B, you going, you're about to lose your hand. C, you coming into some money. Or D, you need to wash your hands. C, you coming into some money. Now, it, it, it goes both ways. Right hand, left hand. Because left hand, you Me. got some debt to pay. Okay. Right hand, yeah, you go get some, some money. money. Yep. So it goes both ways. Really both ways. You know, I realized that was some country shit. It <laughs> is. Don't nobody else say that. I hear just itching, yo. Exactly. I'm about to come You got to rub it on your pocket. You got to do one more round this one. Okay. This is crazy. You know what? It oh, is crazy okay. that oh. this card just came in my hand, y'all. I'm reading my verse. Okay. <laughs> Answer the question. Now, this one is majority rules. I know it ain't about no movies. This is about music. Oh. Okay, okay. Okay. Who is the best rap group of all time? Okay. Okay. A, Wu-Tang Clan. Okay. B, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Hmm. C, Outkast. And D-N-W-A. I'm still saying outcast. Yeah, that me too. I, to be honest. What's the answer? It's just more Jordan rules. Oh, okay. But, y'all, it's crazy because my black card is really Oh, yeah. Okay, I remember. Y'all, about a week ago, a week and a half, yep. me and Yoko was talking. And, matter of fact, we was, we was in the car. Music, and Yoko was like, Diamond. It's Andre 3000 right Andre there. 3000 right and there. And he go Diamond like, no, nah, this outcast. <laughs> I said, no, Diamond. I said, Diamond, no. The person no. on this one is Andre 3000. Diamond, I did not no, know this that outcast. outcast was a group. <laughs> I said, Diamond, 
It's a groove. It was literally about a week ago. I did not know Outkast was a groove. I Googled it and everything. For real. Because I was like, all my life, I've been like, Andre 3000 sounds like Outkast. So he was Outkast. Because I was basically telling her that... I thought it was two different people, but they sound the same. That people thought like... Oh, wow. I never knew Andre 3000 was a part of Outkast. Outkast. I thought Outkast was his own one person. Kind of like CeeLo Green in a sense? With all nah, these... she just didn't know it was a group. She didn't know it was a group at all. She thought it was like one person. Listen, I kid you not. She didn't know it was a group. I did not know it. <laughs> Outcast, Andre, they could have did a song together. I would have never even said <laughs> Like, that was it. I, but definitely the greatest rap group. Yeah. Now that you know they're a group. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the other group. What was the other one on there? Wu-Tang Clan. I don't even know who that is. Wu-Tang Clan? No. Never. You don't know who you don't know who that is? Let me just stop talking. Go, go dance. Go dance. Bone Thugs and Harmony. We, and honestly, I probably haven't listened to a song. NWA, who that? NWA is West Coast. That's uh, Easy E and all them. Oh. The movie, NWA, Compton. That's a movie? Compton. We ain't going to talk about Straight it. Straight out of Compton. Don't talk about movie. Never seen it. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> Look, no. me neither. <laughs> but no, for real, not speaking of that. <laughs> I, I think I did watch a part of it. Did y'all know Cat Williams was in it? Was in it? And he was running? And it's nah. a movie. That's not That's Atlanta. Oh, that is Atlanta. Now, he was the, the alligator man or something like that in Atlanta. What? Yeah, he was in the jail and that woman brought that white baby to him. And he was like, whose white baby is that? See, and no, I don't. That I was Atlanta. Atlanta. I don't think I. I think I watched before, but I never actually watched it. Who's watch. our favorite comedian? Um, honestly, people just make me laugh. I don't really think <laughs> I have a favorite. <laughs> I don't really have a favorite just because I feel like I'm low key hard to make me laugh. Okay. Like I feel like if it's your job to make somebody you laugh, like, it's a little bit harder for me to laugh because it's like right. me you knowing when you yeah. trying to make me laugh versus it just naturally happening. Okay. Ah. Rest is so Bernie Mac will always be my favorite comedian. Yeah, but I'm not just saying this because of this last interview. Cat Williams has always been my favorite comedian. I can't get with the Kevin Hart. You can't. I like Kevin Hart. You Kevin is crazy. But you know what they say? Kevin Hart is more white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly, I don't know if I've ever listened to that much comedy. Yeah, I me never either. thought Cat Williams was funny. Y'all heard it just like I heard it. <laughs> what? But I don't know what it, his interview cracked me up. Regardless. Yeah, like, it made me want to go back and listen to Cat Williams. Yeah, honestly. entertaining. Yeah, I think I grew up on Cat Williams. Like, sorry, mom and daddy. My parents was like that ghetto comedy. So <laughs> coming up listening to Cat Williams in comparison to somebody like a Kevin Hart or Tiffany Haddish, it was like I couldn't relate. Okay. So. Even mm-hmm. when you, I think about the queens of comedy. Monique is one of my favorite female comedians, but I like that raw, that uncut. Yeah, you gonna really give it? Don't come up here sugarcoating shit. I seen a post yesterday I where just, they compared Monique to B. Simone, Tiffany. Like they put all them in a lineup together. Like who's the funniest? And I went straight to the comments. Honestly, and though, somebody said, because I don't really think B. Simone funny. Somebody said that's disrespectful yeah. to put Monique in the lineup with them. A comedian. Yeah. it was so many people up there, and I'm like. This don't even make I, sense. I mean, B. Simone to me, I feel like she try too hard. Like, changing her voice, she do it too much. Mm-hmm. Baby girl. Yeah, it's like, who want to keep hearing that for real? 
Like it's, every it's time she talks, yeah, like, it's like she give off. I want to make you laugh. And she's yeah. not a comedian, so why would you put her in the same conversation with Monique? But I think she do count herself as a comedian. She she, she count herself she as do. a comedian. She really do. Cause she be going on, <laughs> don't she be going on tour? She be having like little live shows. She really count herself as a comedian. Miss Netta and Charles have live shows. <laughs> that don't make you no damn comedian. Right? That's a good point. That's a good point. Like, that that like she point. has a following, and so her following yeah. is going to come and show up wherever she goes. That's true. And they like what she do, but comedian, that's a stretch. That, that That's a weed. Be Simone is Maybe a she feel like she since she just intentional, like she's trying to make people laugh, she's automatically a comedian. I think she started out with her little, what are they called, like, Scripts. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. since they made people laugh, they automatically she felt like they put her as a comedian. Now she's definitely but not a comedian. But she could, she probably is like a content creator. She's right? a content That's what creator. I'm saying. Like she's, she's more of an influencer now that she's yeah. a comedian, but she's still going on tours doing comedy. Don't anyway. I don't anyway. Nene Leaks had a comedy tour too. <laughs> Speaking of Nene Leaks, look. Who is the craziest reality show queen of all time? That is crazy. A. Nene Leakes. B. Jocelyn Hernandez. C. Tiffany New York Pollard. Or D. Tommy Lee. Now, I personally think the craziest. Crazy. Well, hold on. It depends how you think crazy. If I'm thinking crazy, 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 funny, the way they act, I would say New York. But but crazy like some screws crazy is missing. It's between Jocelyn Tommy. and Tommy. Them some crazy hoes. Yes, they are <laughs> crazy. <laughs> like when I tell you, Tommy got five screws, three of them missing by one of them screws. <laughs> that she's not wrapped tight of that. She's not wrapped yeah. tight at all. Was that mini that they say was in the back of Sukiana taking that picture of crazy at the Super Bowl? And they say she was on her phone like this ghetto <laughs> <She> woman. <was. laughs> You and she was over there looking at her phone like Sukiana got a lens up and it's taking pictures. Sukiana's a lot for me. She is Sukiana a lot. is a lot. She is a lot. If I She's seen her in person, I would be like, yo, sis. <laughs> is this what it's giving? I don't understand yeah. how Suki and Bobby be hanging out. I don't understand it. No, I think they hung out. Hung out. I think they hung out was the day of the, the podcast. Day, not recent. I think she wore it on her podcast. So I they think they old pictures. I think they just hung out though. Like I feel like, say for mm. instance, we doing this podcast today, but we gonna hang out tonight, and or like the day before. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah. I still don't see it. But no, because what got me, y'all seen where she was like, Bobby was like, so basically asking her was she a musician, and she was like, I'm not a musician. I don't do magic. I don't. I don't. I don't do magic. <laughs> I don't do, I'm like okay. Bobby said, was like, went over. For, Bobby was like, no, I think you misunderstanding. See, word. that's what I question about Sukiyana because I've watched interviews and things where I'm like, okay, she's she smarter than she yeah. puts on, and I'm like, okay, are you just trolling people? Are you like trying to be? Yeah, that's what we get too. Because I don't really maybe she know don't it. maybe she. Just be confused. <laughs> like, it got I don't know. Maybe she take a little too many shots. Oh, baby, she threw Bobby off. Yeah, <laughs> Bobby she was sitting there like, I would have been like, huh? Like, she was about to go no, off. No, no, no. <laughs> Somebody went back and commented on it and said, but your Instagram says musician at the top. I had to go look. Musician. It does say oh, musician. Man, I said, you know what? All right. Maybe she like, really thought she heard like magician. Yeah. Maybe she really. <laughs> that fool really thought she heard magician. She was probably the end. She was probably the end. 
And then she caught the end up. I'm not a She was probably trying to be on her P's and Q's and heard the wrong thing. Heard the wrong thing. And then got defensive about it. Baby, I ain't no magician. I don't do magic. I guess she because she felt like too. Bobby and Funny Marco kind of like. Yeah, they kind of like yeah. similar. She went, so she, she probably thought Funny Marco. Yeah, honestly and truly, that just all makes me question: How these motherfuckers getting famous? How? They need to tell me something. The right tell way. me an ebook or something. Honestly, they probably getting famous because of where they at for acting crazy. Mm, okay, sure. okay. Like, because okay. she ain't Suki from like Miami. She is. Okay. So, like, girl. you know, they say Florida people low so key stay like, together. Like, it's like poor minds that signed by Carlos, Texas. but they were still in Texas when they started. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And okay. it took but no, out to but they really actually, pushed them up. Yeah, because yeah. poor minds, they really feel like Texas ain't helping them out. They they say that. They well, somebody need to come sign me in Bittersweet because these, they ain't helping me either. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was you heard it here first. <laughs> I think because they started there. But did they get signed while they was in Houston? Well, in no, a, they had already They moved. had moved to Atlanta they and then Carlos. Because Dre was already staying there and Lex yeah. moved to Atlanta. So they still go back to location. So location, really, because Carlos pulled up like, let me see what y'all doing. Hey. And then since then, he, he just like Location and marketing. Like, how you put yourself mm-hmm. out there. Marketing is such a big thing. Like, I watch y'all and how y'all actually push all of your businesses. It's so big. Because we're, but we're we could do really better. Podcast, yeah, though. like we was looking and we was saying that we wanted um a content editor to make the reels and the TikToks. Okay, because you know that's where it is. That's, yep. that's gonna pull you in. And honestly, but we should kind of push ourselves to do it because it's not like we don't know how. Well, you probably don't, don't know really. Know you don't know how. Mm-hmm. But see, being I know how, I need to push myself yeah. to actually do it. You got the insight to use. Yeah, but I was media. just like, you know. Because I had made that post on Facebook and so many people were commenting on it and I never even really honestly went back mm-hmm. to finding the person to do people. it. Oh, because yeah. Because I feel like when people, this this might be just me thinking now, you know. Just keep it real. I feel like when people see us make posts Mm-hmm. They instantly see dollar signs. Mm-hmm. We are not getting paid for this podcast. You get what I'm saying? Yep. So yeah. you can't come thinking. We trying to. We trying to grow. We, we trying, trying to grow. grow. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't think people will really be willing to lock in. I'm not saying that you know we won't pay you nothing. But but that's a part of it. Be reasonable. You know, but you know, some people charge by what they think you making or what they, who I'm they saying. think you are. Instead of having like a base think, price, I think some people, people think maybe Beauty Spa will be paying the can't tell us another pot. You this is saying? a whole separate it's, business. It's, it's yeah. two different entities. It's different. That's what I'm saying. So, but so, that's also stop watching people pockets. Yeah, exactly. Like stop stay out of people's pockets. Like you don't understand what it takes to make all of this happen. Yeah. Like running a business takes money. It ain't free. Mm-hmm, so exactly. when y'all come and looking for discounts, y'all come and mm-hmm, looking for people just to mm-hmm. come on, look out. You know we know each other. Fuck you. <laughs> exactly. What's up one time? Sell one time. Fuck you. Exactly. I got bills. Exactly. I am telling you now. Listen. And so y'all are in the stage where y'all are growing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like show. who knows? Who's to say that you come lock in now when we get big? You still in That's there. how you gotta yeah. do it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. Like I we watch, are loyal to our people, whether it's our hairstyle. Stay down till you come up. That's it. Stay down hey. till you come up. I watch horrible decisions. 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Of Mandy too. and Weezy and watching there come yeah. up to the point where you see their editor has been with them from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mandy talks about now they're looking for interns, people to kind of just come yeah. on and get the experience. Mandy is which one? The blonde one. Okay, the other sure, one. Yeah. She's been doing a lot. She's on a lot. She's on a Weezy, right? Yeah, Weezy. Weezy. She's on a lot. You watch that? It's horrible. Yes. Oh, okay. uh, they went on Poor Mind Sue and They friends. They all yeah. friends. They actually like good friends. And see, I like that too. I like how people can oh, yeah. network with each other. You they know what try saying? to help put Poor Minds on. Each other. Poor Minds was. Um, like starting their live shows. Yep. Like, um And Horrible Decision hadn't already did their tour. Yeah. And Poor Minds um, came along and like had, a pre like an opening. Yeah. They opened See, up the shows for them. We gotta move, bro. We gotta help each mm-hmm. other. That's yeah. the thing. Like yeah. if you know you got a goal, you got an objective I'm working towards something. Let's see how we can help each other. Like, like Eureka had us host the fashion yeah, show. Yeah, that's what I was about to say too. Yeah. How that's like Like that's big. It yeah. really is. Yeah. That's exposure. Mm-hmm. And then y'all brought her own. Like, people got to hear from her, understand her story, her brand. Mm-hmm. Like, I think people be so quick to looking at the money part of it to where they don't even realize, think about the yeah. long run or like the benefits that come behind it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's Any because they thing. don't think about most of the time, because we live in a society and a generation where everything is instant gratification. They don't look at things long term. Right. We want it now. We need yeah. it now. Mm-hmm. Not understanding. It took hundreds of years, 20, 30 years for most of these businesses to really get to the point where they are. Mm-hmm. Right. You have some success stories. That's why I ask like people like Bobby Adolph, no offense, girl, where you came from? Are you really a plant? Somebody else asked that. Who was it? Because Bobby, she that. really came off of TikTok. But Kiki Palmer. I feel like. Yeah. Kiki Palmer Kiki answered Palmer that. Asked that. She was the one to answer that. And it's a valid yeah, question. But you know what? I didn't like it. I didn't like that Kiki asked that. Really? I didn't. Why not? Because I felt like it was kind of... I don't know. Something I remember, I think it was that question that I just felt like it was kind of shady. I don't think I would have asked her I really that did. on camera. I wouldn't have asked her that on camera. Yeah, like, I would have asked her that, you know, outside. But I wouldn't have asked her that on she camera. She was trying to... Like, Kiki basically said I had to get out the mud, but she didn't... Kiki, you was actually a childhood actress. So, exactly. actually, you laid it out for real. And Bobby, one of the few childhood actresses that still has a career exactly. that is thriving. So, really, she can't say she got out of mud because when you got out of mud at seven, at five, <laughs> like, Bobby actually tried to grow her TikTok. So, that's where she came from. She came from TikTok. So, and I didn't know her. And they said she's like a mommy influencer or something Yeah, like that. And TikTok. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that. She really tried on TikTok, but I felt like ever since she had that Drake, she actually started yeah. popping from Drake. Like her TikTok, she had her following, but she got all the subscribers from Drake, from Drake. interview. Because it's like, okay, how even having a following like that on TikTok, how do you then transcend into a space like podcasting? And then you're getting huge guests that people mm-hmm. who've been doing podcasts for ten years who like, can't how get can you afford like that. Them? How can you afford Low-key, that? Yeah, you ain't never seen Drake on Million Dollars Worth of Game. You ain't seen she him on Drink Champ. She ain't paying for it. No. So how y'all think it happened? The color. The connection. Or charity. Something. She ain't paying for it. Somebody have to be paying for it though. She's not paying for that. For Drake? I'm I sorry. think what it was. Drake? Honestly, listen, it's gonna sound real bad when I say this, but I think that that whole Drake interview was I think the, um... Drake knew what he was doing from the beginning. Yep. Drake yeah. got on there, played his music, mm-hmm. knowing that you can't do that. Yep. But see, so it's like he did it. He gave her a little exposure, but he took it back. 
And also, oh, okay. And also, I'm technically he probably didn't even get paid for the interview. He, he probably didn't. She probably didn't. But I'm also back. fairly certain that she signed to some type of deal, something. whether it's with iHeartRadio, with some yeah. company that they're forwarding her some type of advance to make these shows. Mm. Like okay, she's yeah. getting a coin because she already has the following, so now right. she can go in and negotiate. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but I'm worth sure. X amount of too. dollars. Yeah. That makes sense. So it's like, poor mind signed the 85 South. A lot of people probably don't even know that. Because nope. one, looking at YouTube, but now I'm going to be honest. I was watching an interview the other day with her and the little Yachty. The poor mind crew with little, mm, little Yachty. I was just watching it. And she said something where I was like, yeah, they making money, but they don't realize how much money they really making. I think I she that. said, how is some YouTubers making money? I'm over here like, what do you? How? Why would you ask that question when your podcast on YouTube? On YouTube. You should be seeing how much money you making for your podcast. So are you saying you don't know how much money you really making? Mm-mm. You just signed a deal that you thought was automatically good, versus thinking, let me go look on the YouTube channel, a lot of which means they probably can't even see their own solo. stuff. Yep, that's why a lot of people stay solo. I said, why would she say that? Like that it caught me too sense. much. Like it don't make sense for you to say you don't understand how YouTube is making money. Like what? Because honestly and truly, you would think a big portion of their money comes from, from YouTube. YouTube. Mm-hmm. But I then found that out. I was on another one of my friends' podcasts, and she was telling me like a lot of their revenue comes from Spotify and like Apple Podcasts and things of that nature, building up your following on there. And I'm just like, hmm, I watch it on YouTube. Yeah, so I wouldn't even yeah. think about think using about other streaming. I don't. Matter of fact, I watch all of my podcasts on YouTube. The only Same. one that I me watch. Too. Off of YouTube is tonight's conversation because you, got to. you have to. You got to. Mm-hmm. But you know they were smart about that. They that's were so business. smart. They, they smart. only put like little short clips. Or they might go everywhere. live during the show. Mm-hmm. They put short But you know, everywhere. everybody not catching you live. Nope. And then so now you got to go download their app. Revenue. Mm-hmm. Then you got to subscribe. Revenue. And then there's more purchases that you can make within the app. Mm-hmm. Card games. games. They really Come smart. On. They're really smart. smart. They played it well, and then now they're on tour. Yep. Mm-hmm. And guess who want to see them? Me. So they have some more money they finna make. Yeah. Then I they just made a know. new game. Wasn't it him that just made a new game? No. That was, that was Charger to the game. Oh, well, the they got a new game? They got, yep, the, they got a new game. Um, Jenga. In the Charger to the game form now. Where you pull one, you... Oh, I know that's dope. I guess, now, you know what? These people... They gonna get sued though. Jingle gonna sue the hell out of them people. <laughs> oh god! Let me so, tell y'all. Um, just to go ahead and let y'all know, if y'all didn't know, these drinks <laughs> exquisite, <laughs> immaculate. <baby. laughs> Woo! Okay. okay, y'all still got a card. He do. Okay. Oh, I do. You got one more. You got a new one. Oh, I do. Damn. <laughs> come on now, we come on. Finish now. the phrase. Mama said, stop running in and out this house before you A hurt yourself. B let a fly in. C break my screen door. D let my good air out. Gotta be let my good air out. I'm about to say gotta be let my good air out. Which it one gotta is be. It? Honestly, it gotta be all the above. Technically it really is all it's the all above. It's all the because they didn't got nothing highlighted. But I was like, it's all the majority rules that the back of the say. Yep. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, well, hold on. What? Let me see it one more time. So we got hurt yourself, let her fly in, break my screen door, let my good air It's between let her fly in and D for me. It's D. Let, 
I heard yeah. that more growing up. Yeah, in the air. For sure. You, in the yeah. summertime, and stop then don't come in here smell like outside. outside. Yeah. And you know what? I ain't noticed what outside smelled like till I started coaching. For real? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, <laughs> so now what you do? Oh, so let me talk to y'all a little bit. In my day life, I am an account manager at a company working with businesses. I also am a dance coach. I coach a team out of North Carolina called the Dynamic Dancer Rubies. Go look us up on Instagram and YouTube, Carolina Athletics. I've been coaching there for about four years now. Um, I Also, this year, I coached for the first time Marlboro County High School's marching band, Fame. You did? You did? This is my first year coaching. Wait. That was... That's you. That's me. Wait. That's me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I I forgot. We did Destiny on Makeup. Yeah, you did my baby makeup. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. I was about to say, because she was trying to explain who her coach was, but I wasn't realizing <laughs> who she was talking about. That's crazy. Yeah, the one and only. I love it because she said you really like them to look. Oh, they got to be put together. Yeah, I love that. And you know why? Because you come from the class. I love that. Back you know, then when they didn't play the they, stuff yeah. that they started playing. Play. You know. That's right. So I for love you, that. those of you who don't know, me and Diamond both with 2014. 2014. 10 years this year. Oh my 10 God. 10 years this year. But, How y'all feel? Oh. <laughs> He's starting to feel it, boy. Girl. <laughs> no, for real. I was at practice yesterday and I had a student tell me, I was like, I need you to do XYZ. And she was like, You do it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> she was playing, right? No, she was dead ass. And I was legit, like, I had to catch myself, like, See, and that's why I can't be a teacher. It's hard to work with children, especially at uh, you know why? older age. Okay, and she like, feel like she eighteen. She feel like she grown. Oh uh, yeah. So she about See? to graduate. She's yeah. like, and I'm like, you ain't that far apart from them. It's like you you might just catch these hands mm-hmm. <laughs> real quick, or I might cuss you and your mama out. I... <laughs> right. But uh, I think that's the most difficult part is dealing with the attitudes and yeah. I. I don't bite my tongue. I'm going to say it. Y'all not raising y'all kids right. And I ain't got kids, but that's just what it is. It is. Like, these children don't have no sense of accountability. The work ethic is off. And it's not all of them. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to put them all in the same box. Because you have to let... But some of the ones that are misbehaving then. And again... I don't have kids either. But, from the outside looking in... We were once children. Mm -hmm. The grandmas... Getting younger. The grandmas ain't grandma like they was That's when true. we had grandmas. That's true. You hear what I'm saying? The grandma's still outside with us. That's the problem. The That's grandma's true. is outside. My mama told me growing up, I ain't one of your little friends. Hello? But now y'all are friends. Y'all now. friends. You yeah. follow your baby on Instagram, Child. social media. You see them doing Talk this in their fucking stories. Exactly. And you wonder why me as a coach, you I cannot. Up I can't let your child represent my organization you. like this mm-hmm. with my jacket on. Exactly. And, they, and now y'all ain't on the same page. We're not on the same now page. So, when I cheered, that's what they told head, us but, too. So where the grandma but see, at? My head, because like, it's more like you the parent. And, hey, don't. That's just like what don't cheering. Messenger. I feel like the best coach I had was Miss Boston. Miss Bossick was tough, baby, but she, she knew was what tough, she was but doing. she knew what she was doing. She knew what she yeah. was like, doing. I don't care what nobody said; they could feel every however they feel about her. But when it came for her, like came to her doing actually coaching and telling us to behave ourselves, I loved it. And yeah. she set a structure; like mm-hmm. she had just that structure. I wasn't a cheerleader for Miss Bossick, but I 
ran trapped Miss Foster, right. and I was in her class. And I was in her class. So her you class know, was the same. Like, it's the same it the across same. the board. It She's really very was. much so direct. You know what yep. to expect. And I think it's and that structure. And you know she's going to check up for you, too. She is. It's like she, she, got your she, she got you. Yep. Like a parent. She really is like a parent. Like a parent. Just, child. I love Miss Bosley. I really am. But these parents ain't parents. These parents, ain't parents. these parents would rather be out chasing men who don't want them Oop. up here on social media <laughs> front and trying to pretend like they got something that they don't got instead of focusing on your And then child. you know what gets me? It's the kids later on you come across them, you have a conversation with them, and guess what they're doing? Talking bad about the parents that tried to be their friend. Mm hmm. But y'all ain't ready for that conversation. Listen. Kids, kids, kids. But okay, speaking of kids, do y'all want kids? <laughs> <laughs> I want kids. I do. I want at least one. Okay, yeah. so how would you raise them? Would you do gentle parenting or would you. Would you, you know, Man. would you just tap me or now? I mean, <laughs> not tap. Him. Tap. It all depends. Honestly, so, I don't believe in ass whooping. I'm just saying that out the gate. I don't. It's a part of me that just feels like it's something. Just it does not work. I know for me, my grandma was the only person to ever beat my ass. And really, I told her as I got older, you didn't have to beat me. You could have talked to but me. But do you feel like some children should be beat up? I think. I feel no. like some of honestly. I feel like I understand not hitting them for like everything they do, but say for instance, they call you a bitch in the store for the whole ten people. Like, Wait, a whole people. Wait, if your child called you a bitch in the store in front of these people, you had a problem before you got in that store. But so like, so what would you do? You don't think that's like worth a a, a little? No, woman? I think that's worth you going back and evaluating your parenting skills because I think if you are beating your child, it's because you don't have the emotional intelligence to verbalize why you're upset. Most of the time, I can look back, and I love my grandmother to death, but because of the situation she was raised in, that's what she knew. And coming from that, it comes from slavery. So instead of just actually communicating, I don't Ooh. like the way you did that, I don't, I don't think it's a better way to handle that situation. Why am I going to beat you? I like that. And then you get mad when your child go to school, and they want to fight. Or they can't verbally and actually communicate how they feel. Or they throw a tantrum. You, you never showed them. I, like, I, I like had that. a client not too long ago. Came in here. And she said, she works in the school district too. And she said that a little girl got in a fight. And the little girl told her. She asked pretty much, you know, like what was going on. Yada, yada. The little girl said, my mama told me that if she say something else to me, hit her. Boom. It don't matter what it is. If she say anything to me, hit her. Boom. And she said, she was like, huh? that's like not funny, what? That's not funny. <laughs> she said, I'm she laughing, like, but that's what? not funny. What? She said, she was like, what? And she was like, my mama told me. And she said she talked to the girl mama, and the girl mama said it. And I was like, you know what, though? That's not the problem. No. Okay? I said, what the mama said is not the problem, because my mama said the same thing to me. We all grew up But like the it. problem is, somewhere in there, Something. the mama did not have enough power. If my mama said it to me, I know better than to go to school and say, my mama said it. <laughs> That's true. I know That's better. It's a throw my true. mama under the oh, bus like... Now we gotta get child protection services involved. That's true. I'm not gonna go to school and say, you just throw them cars out there. No. <laughs> I'm not gonna say, my mama said, don't mm -hmm. beat this kid down. Mama said, knock you out. Now I have, because I think all of us know, like, our parents have said, if they hit you, you hit them you back. You hit them back. Right. That's kind of a common thing. 
But we talking about if you ask most Ooh, kids. Oh, I got a, I got a little. What if the little girl was being bullied by the same person over and over and over again? Regardless, think about still, bullying and bullying. Hit her back. But I'm not gonna tell the teacher, the principal, nobody that my mama said. I'm I, I'm training my kids to whoop ass. I ain't gonna hold yes, you. Yes, I may not whoop they ass, but you not about to let nobody else. Like imagine ass if this this girl was getting bullied over and Listen, over again. I'm she keeps telling saying. mama, she's keep bullying me. She keep bullying me. Say for instance, her mom went to the school, said this little girl mm-hmm. bullying my daughter. I'm not saying this is what happened. I'm saying just saying. I get what you're saying. You don't think your mama different. be like, hit her? That's different. Hit my mama can come to school and say she got one more time to hit my child, and I told her to knock out. I, as a kid, though, why are you going to school saying, my mama said. Now, that's the part. I don't Don't say my mama said. That's what but, I'm saying. That's the only problem I but see. Honestly but, truly, bullied, but honestly and truly, as a child, said. as a child, yeah. you already know I'm grown. I'm about to be 30. And I still be like, well, my mama told me. For because real. once I got my mama validation, I don't it's give a like fuck what none care. of y'all say. For Vicky real. said it's cool. But see, that's different. Think about when you was in school, though. You was not going to school saying... My mom said. I mean, we wasn't. You know what? But you gotta think. You know what? Was. Hey, go hold you. You know what? Tell me, I always been so outspoken. Oh, my mouth has always been. Well, my mama told me I ain't had to. What? My mama told me I could just pray about it and we gonna be good. I might say my mama said an argument with another student. But I ain't finna go tell the teacher. My mama I feel like if not I told my mama on I the bus. I was on my yeah. mama on the bus, but I feel like once my mama had to come to the school to talk, she'd be like, I told my, my daughter. Oh, yeah, my mama gonna for sure stand on what she said. So, what? You might as well say it. My mama told me, and when she comes to the school and defend me, she gonna tell you she told me. So, do y'all think gentle parenting is a real thing? Or is it just That's what I think it is. I think it is, but I feel like when children get around other kids, well, when kids get around other kids, they influence them. Yeah, so I feel like if yeah. you teach your child gentle parenting, when as soon as they hit the right person, that person can convert your child because they it's like yeah. a new environment to them. Now they 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 attach that's kind of like that's kind of like sheltering your kids, and then when they go to college, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's kind of all the same. I, but I do feel like gentle parenting is a thing. I think it goes hand in hand with whipping, though. Honestly, it, it sounds kind of bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like I won't just say I won't beat my children, but honestly, I would not beat my children a lot. But if they did something too extreme, I might so, have to at least show so them. Like, okay, I might have to tap you. What's something you think you would beat your child for? Calling me a bitch in front of hundred people. <laughs> But you don't even give me the type that would raise a child that would even think that that's okay. Yeah, I wouldn't. But you got to think, once children get around other children, it's like they they adapt to their environment. I don't know about that. And I'm going to disagree. I really do. I'm going to disagree. I think they will adapt to their environment, but I also think they know the environment they, they came from. They know. It's like code switching. It's like me. My mom and yeah. them know I've been cursing since I was eight. But you're not going to curse around. But even right. to this day, I still don't curse around right. my parents. Same. Yeah. So it's like, I can't even say other kids really influenced me to do that. My yeah. whole family cursed bad. So yeah. I picked that up. But I think children always know how to turn it on and turn it off. And yeah. if their parents are going to take something. Yeah, that's the big part of the issue. But the think about the, the children that actually start going crazy. Like, the ones that's actually, like, not caring about what they was taught. Generally, then you would have to kind of, you know. But generally, 
I will still always go back to, you can't even blame the child because we can probably go back to some trauma that the parent failed to actually point on. Because I can never blame a child for anything because they're still a child. You have too many inadequate, inequipped parents who are just laying down having sex and ain't trying to be parents. But, so okay. again, they want to go and blame. But what about the parents that's actually being a parent? Like, say you really doing the best for your child. Like, re- let's just say the scenario is I'm literally the best parent. Ain't no such thing. But I'm talking about the scenario. Okay, okay, okay. But literally, think about you having like you raising the best, You're giving them everything. Yeah, you can. like you doing everything you possibly can, and then as soon as your child gets to like a group of a group of bad friends. And now they want to act like these people, even though you know you raised them right. So I you don't feel like. I think that's just. I little, think it's the age too, and I think it's a little curiosity. Yeah. Just, just, just because you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I think. Mm. For example, it sounds crazy. So. Mm. I never knew mm. what we was. True. I True. never knew what we was until True. I got around other people. True. Okay. I sense. never knew what we was. True. It's like things you learn, like or talking to people now, and they be like, oh, "I never I knew about a lot of." I was seven. Yeah, seven. Like think huh? about the children that actually smoking at young ages. Yeah. I didn't even know people were smoking in middle school. Yes, they were. That's what I'm saying. Like Sex, none of that. Yeah, yeah. nothing. Like, I, I didn't know what we was in middle school. Been in middle school in the bathroom. For real, <laughs> child. You know what? Real. So I think like once people get around other people, that's when they like, oh, so this is the real world. Like, yes. like, but this I, was my parents' world, but I'm in the real world now. I'm but I also them. think it it still it goes back to how you raise your children. Yeah, because if you really, I don't believe in sheltering kids. I believe in them letting them know what's out there. Like, don't hide nothing from them. Letting them know if you get into this, this is what could possibly happen. And it has to be a line, a thin line of giving them the freedom and the space to explore the world on their own, make their own decisions, but also guiding them in a direction that is like, look, I made this mistake. I know you're going to do what you want to do, mm-hmm. but kind of listen, take my advice. Because I had very chill parents. I'm going to be honest. My mom and daddy had me 18 and 19. So I grew up with my parents. Right. So by the time I got to high school, I had my license in 10th grade. I was out all night. We was, me and my friends, but... My parents knew that they had taught me enough to where yeah. I wasn't going to be out there making those stupid decisions. Right. We sat at the lake. We went to McDonald's. We went to somebody else's house and chilled. But I wasn't smoking. I wasn't drinking or getting drunk. But they gave me the freedom to, like, explore. Right. So when I got to college, it was a lot of things that was new to other people that wasn't new to me. Like, my parents didn't mind us going to Fayetteville or us going to the beach for the day and... Yeah. Learning how to be adults right. on our own. Now? Yeah. Child. Makes sense too. Child, I'm going to tell I ain't going to say, somebody I know, one of these children I know, <laughs> they got lost with the GPS. They were coming from Florence and got lost and had to have their mama come meet them because they could not understand how to get the, to make the GPS get them back home. Oh, wait. I was laughing, but you for real? Mm. <laughs> I'm dead ass. Like, they didn't know how to work the GPS? What you, what you saying? That's what you're saying, right? For real? That's dead Literally ass what, what you saying. saying. Literally what I'm saying. What in the world? 
my god! And you can't blame the child. You gotta blame the parent because you gonna put your child in a car. Yes. To and drive on by themselves, yeah. they can't physically get back home. What if your phone died? Anything like they don't have the resources or the skills to actually survive. You know what's killing survive. me the most is that you said Florence. Florence. Yes. It's right there. The same way you got there, it's like five different ways you can come back, baby. You can choose the side of the hill. You can take 95. Yeah. You can take 30. It's so many different ways. Mm. It's sad. Mm. It's sad. How old were they? 17. Oh, Lord. Now, now they about to get ready to go off to school and stuff. About to by go they off self. to school by their self. And now the parents have anxiety because you ain't properly equipped your child to be in the real world. Yeah. I think... Now, personally, me, let me tell you. I know how to work a GPS. But do I know how to follow it correctly? <laughs> That's not the story. <laughs> so, so I, I first like me here, literally hearing, but didn't know how to how to work it was like one thing. But then when I think about it, I know how to I know how to follow it. But sometimes GPS is be confusing me. It can, I can see that. It can get confusing, but not to know how to work it at all is crazy. It's crazy. Honestly, you know it why is. it's confusing? Because okay, so you're focusing only on the GPS. You can't do that. You got to tell the GPS it. in with the signs. Yes. You got to read the signs. You got to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, got you to. can't just say, okay, because then when the GPS tell you to turn right, you didn't pass the, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. especially you once you get into these cities. Yeah, you like, got to really you see it coming. Because coming say, into Atlanta, I remember I was the, my very first time driving into Atlanta, and I love to drive. I'm a driver. And I remember I wasn't paying that damn GPS no attention. It just said, you're going to go right. It didn't tell me it was going to be three different rights. <laughs> you got right going to Atlanta. You got right going to Alabama. You got right going yeah. this. I'm like, hold on. I'm not going to be in the left hand lane. So, but it's things like that. My parents ain't never You know what's crazy reason. too? Because, you know, I drove to Atlanta, y'all. If y'all don't know, I don't drive. But yeah, I drove to Atlanta. And that's, how, that's why I really okay. feel like Atlanta is the like a place. you've always been the driver. Always, been, always the driver. been the driver. You thought that must think in the wind, baby. Listen, <laughs> I'm the driver. Yoki drove to Atlanta, child. And that's why I feel like Atlanta is probably really well, low-key my, my home. Sister. Okay. Because why did I drive to Atlanta when I can't? I can barely drive to Florence? <laughs> Why am I driving to Atlanta when I can barely drive to Fayetteville? And you made it. You, you, you drove in, drove in Atlanta. I drove could. us there to the hotel, hotel everything. And everything. Took the in a big all. old truck. Not even in the like some small. The Grand Wagoneer. Yes. Oh, <laughs> like, you were pushing. Yes. Was pushing. And I'm like, okay, God, I think this is like a sign that's saying. That's a sign. This is a sign saying Atlanta might be for me. Is for that, real. I think that's a sign because for real. Atlanta, I always tell people, if you can drive in Atlanta, Atlanta, New York. If you can drive in Atlanta, New, New York, York is definitely you good. Different. And you know what? I feel right. like Charlotte is actually worse than Atlanta with driving. Charlotte got newer roads in Atlanta. Atlanta roads is like <laughs> old, but like the same. Charlotte, they keep getting these new yeah, roads. Yeah, they building like, new highways. What was that little road? It was like you could drive this way, that way, that way. But it was like cars to still come too. It was oh, I know what you're talking about. Coming on to 77. They just built that. Like, like what is that? If I had to actually do that... But Atlanta is Atlanta's worse. I promise you. Like when you really what get... it is, we be in the same area for the most part. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like a big circle. We're not really touching Atlanta. We're not touching all them different. We stay in low key. And so we never, we never been to Houston. We never. Houston got a speed limit of eighty miles per hour. 
You and in some so areas of Texas, it's eighty five. I know who. Like when you're going to speed limit, speeding, baby, we rolling. I need to go to Texas. Let me tell you, baby, we no. rolling. You tell me the when you going from Houston to Dallas, eighty five. And I mean, that means you can legally do ninety. Exactly. Mm-mm. Wide boy. open. Boy, boy, boy. Or I gotta pray to drive a little bit longer. Uh-uh. <laughs> but see, we never been on the airplane. We never really? flew. Like we never did a lot of things for real. So it's like this year we're really trying to do more. We trying to so do like, more. So like I know for a fact we, that I'm flying honestly, this year by scared. I, I believe y'all heard me say it here because I'm gonna tell it y'all. So we ain't got no discrepancies. I'm going with them. We're going together. We're going to have to. We, let's I know that would be a real. Let's have a time. Flying ain't nothing but riding, like, riding on the bus in the air. But see, I'm scared. So but you know what which I one got more? Take off landing. I can which handle. one rough? More rough? Uh, landing is rougher. Really? Landing is rougher you, for it'd me. It'd be bouncing. It'd be bouncy. And like I've landed one time in like a storm. And you felt when the plane hit the runway, it like, like oh slid. I was like, oh my goodness, we're going to die. And I'm crazy because I'm a nerd. So I watch all these videos on YouTube, like mm. of airplane crashes and shit. I promise you. You know what? So, <laughs> I ain't going with hell. You heard I'm sitting first. up here. I don't really care. Actually, Taking like, off, you be I good. I'm going to take some sleeping medicine regardless. That's why I tell people. Take a Benadryl. For real. Knock out. This one lady I used to work with, though, she was like... No, you're not supposed to go to sleep on the plane. And I was like, what? She was like, because something happened, you don't want to know what's happening, right? What? I don't want to know. Do? What can I do? I do not want to know. We're 30,000 feet in the air, I baby. Exactly. Said, I don't want to know. I always said that when on. I die, anyway, I want to be asleep. I want to be asleep. Listen. For real. But it's like, it's really terrifying because it's like, last year when I said I want to fly, I wasn't scared. But being that I know I'm going to fly this year, I'm kind of scared. Like, I know for a fact I'm flying. I don't know where. Don't be scared. But I'm scared. Don't, like, once you get in the air, I promise you, it's cool. Like, it's literally the taking off and the landing that's the most difficult part about it. And if it's a cool, sunny, smooth day, it really ain't no issue with that. So, I promise. Who do you like to fly with? I prefer Delta. Over but American? You ever flew American? I fly American more than I fly anything because they have better deals than Delta. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> okay. So I have more mileage with American than I do Delta. Okay. But Delta has more amenities that I like and they're for us. Oh, really? You'll see, like, when you go to Delta, especially like in Atlanta, everybody working in Delta Black. It's, you feel mm. at home. Because mm. I know what a lot of people say about their mileage and calculating and stuff, like, and you know, getting you like rewards, right? Mm-hmm. And I always hear about Delta rewards versus American. Delta has better rewards. Delta has rate, but I ain't got one of them credit cards to get them rewards like that. Anyway, or the mileage that yeah. they be talking about. All these podcasters be saying they got. Oh, yeah, that's what I be. That's what I be listening to. Listen, we, I said I got to get on it. We gonna talk hotels first, and all kinds of stuff. I got to get on credit, it. We gonna, yeah, I gotta get on it and get Ooh, that business yes. credit right, and you yes. really start actually. You're not spending your because they're not spending their money. These are business cards, mm-hmm. and that's why I really gotta learn how to do. And you think for that's real. another downfall for our location? It's like people don't know nothing, and if they do, they ain't telling you. Yep, they're Same not telling thing. you. They're not telling you. Okay. Listen, I think we stay in the capital of gatekeeping. Mm, I ain't yeah. wanna. I, I ain't wanna go there. You gonna make me go there? Just I saying. Just saying. Y'all know that's really part of the issue is gatekeeping. Gatekeeping and 
like you know you have the resources and the knowledge to help put someone else on. And people are scared that you're gonna go around them. And everything is not a competition. It's enough idea it's for not everybody. For real, it's not. I, you know what? I cannot. I always said it, but I don't think until I got in it that you really experienced. I really it. experienced it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, the smallest things. Like right now, I'm in the process of trying to find me a training for something. You know. The beauty industry. So, this girl from Florence, like, I was already thinking about it. This girl from Florence ended up getting a certification, like, a certification for it. So, you know, me, I'm like, shoot, let me just go ahead and send her a message since she went through it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just ask her, like, who her trainer was. She didn't even give it to me. I'm like, girl, I'm in Bennisville. Even though it's, like, 45 minutes away. Yeah. Like, like it's not like I'm really your competition because I'm in Bennisville. But you know Even what? though some people don't mind you driving. Know you know what? But, like, I, I went to school with her, too. Like, I I'm Killer Schuler. So, nah, I'm just like, girl. See, that's what it is. Because they probably knew me. I done grew up now to realize that people see a, a higher potential in you than you doing yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. must be. So, she looked at you and said, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no. I can't believe it. Oh, no. Shoot, I Ain't said. no way. Because I think I gave the girl, I think I gave her Brazilian before in school. And so I'm just like, shoot, yeah, we, we cool see. now. Because like, if I have to, if she got to me. Cool. She said, I'm going to do it. I'm going um, I'm to practice a few more times. Or I'm going to do a couple more people. And then I'll, do, I'll um, be ready probably. But no. So now you, you want her to pay. She wants you to pay her. Like, see, I want the person. She was like, before I want to do a couple people before I give people out her information. She didn't even tell me that. What are y'all doing today? I don't know. So now you holding up two people businesses. Exactly. And I bet that the trainer, if she bro. knew that, no, she would not have bought it. Somebody told me one time, they said, Diamond, I'm not, t- somebody asked me, somebody be asking me where I be going and I don't tell them you. I said, hmm, Yeah, that is crazy. Because if you start getting booked up, then I can't get in. Oh, like, what? What? That's crazy. It's what? crazy. You That's trying crazy. to stop my bad baby? I'm gonna have to stop working with you anyway because you ain't exactly. What? Like, really? You are op. You making me feel like I don't want to do you. <laughs> what? Like you know what? Even Why would like, you do that? No lie. When I do people lashes yeah. and I can see them tag everybody and everything they do, do, but they don't tag me. I'm like, <laughs> you tag literally everybody. I'm a for real, like you tag everybody, you literally tagging everybody, Child. but you can't tag me when Child. I do something for you. It's crazy. That you know what else I can't stand, Lord? Since we're here, I cannot stand for it to be that one blue thumbs up on a picture or a post yeah, full of like, red hearts. <laughs> Look, I cannot stand it. Cause I that mean, shows me exactly how I need to be looking. Like some people look at depends, stuff like it's small. It depends. Nah, it, you right, do. If it's an older person, I was gonna say if it's an older person, person. If it's older, they only gonna push like. I let them slide because I know you know. Now, if you've seen that same person like everybody's stuff, I wouldn't think nothing of it. But if you okay. know they know how to work the loves, then it's low key like. <laughs> the loves. Okay. 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 But no, that's it. Like, how can you go buy us to get a service from someone? You go out there, have people comment. You love it. You love it. People are commenting you on the service that you got from this person. You don't even tell people who provided it. Exactly. That's so crazy. That is crazy. I really? You know what? I think too. That's that's just so crazy to me because now that I'm in it, I understand. 
what it's like to give somebody else their flowers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not finna go out there and love something. Mm-hmm. Love and not to say death. it. And not say, not like my braids. I had them in for a while. Child. This is the longest I ever kept braids. And so really, I kept these braids in this long just to see how long I can keep them because mm-hmm. I never did it. So now people still cover me. I'm like, Diddy did them. Diddy did them. <laughs> Diddy did them. Because I was really happy. Like, I'm really happy. Why would I try to stop you from it's going just, to the same person? Stop you from making money. Because it goes back to I what I call is that small town mentality. But you see it outside of a small town. But it's more so in small towns where people love exclusivity. They mm-hmm. love feeling like they got the best this, the hottest this. They got connections to this. You know and why? you can't have it. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because that school popularity from back in 17 years ago Ooh. is still stuck in their head. Mm-hmm. Come on now. And that's and that's another part of the problem. We're, we're grown talk about now. School. We're grown now. And the problem is, we're grown now. When we were in school, they had special ed. They had all these separate classes Bro, to see. show you yeah. who was what and how to differentiate. And now we all together. All the fucking And now together. we all together. I ain't mean to be out here with everybody. I know. I am. So now you doing thinking. business with people who you know damn well couldn't even punch in their lunch number by themselves. Stop playing with me. Mm-hmm. That's so true. People you think low-key a little. Child. These same people are running you businesses. You will never know mm-hmm. it. Monique. What you saying? Monique. She, she was in a special ass. She was in a special ed class. Girl, I thought you said special ass class. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, wait a minute. Wait. Oh my but, god! <laughs> I was gonna say slow y'all, slow down y'all. She was in a special ed class. Steve Harvey stutters. Like these people, you would never know. And it's the same to stop her stutter. He real talented. You get what I'm saying? He had to practice so hard. Listen, like stuttering can really be so hard. The more I think about this stuff, I hear for real though. It's just like I gotta go. Mm-hmm. I, anybody that moved away, I do yeah. got a question. This I don't crazy. never want to move back. It ain't even, it's not because, I mean, it's just, what you, what you moving back here for? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand if it's something life-changing. Yeah. Where you got to take care of family, family. member or, so, you know, something like that. Or you just lost everything. Got to start over one time. Like, you know, but if you flourishing. It's so much out here in the world to see. It's so much world, so many things to learn and understand and i feel like if you allow yourself to get stuck in the same cycles that your mama your daddy your auntie your uncle have always been in you're cutting yourself short like i could have easily and this ain't no shade to anybody because for some people this is what works this is what's best for them but i knew for me since we were in high school i gotta get the hell up out of here like it's not nothing wrong with it at all. Because my family, my parents, they love it. Right. Mm-hmm. But right. once I got outside and started experiencing the world and seeing things differently, it was like, whoa. It's so much more. I think it's too because... Okay. I'm, I'm going to say... Times change. You know what I'm saying? So it's even more out here now to do than it was when they were growing up. Yep. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, okay, now social media for one, the biggest thing everybody's seeing everything on social media. Social media. That's gonna make you want to go do it. 
Even when it comes to facials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Come on. Be for real. When, we, when you see people doing facials mm-hmm. and getting waxes. Come on. Come on. And I mean, we had licensed cosmetologists and everything right here, but you ain't seen nobody doing it. Mm-hmm. It was the exposure of seeing like other people doing other it. people doing trendy things. So really, technically, follows that go. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I got a question for y'all. <laughs> uh oh. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Let me hear. Oh god. Now this simple, simple. Y'all single in relationship? Uh-huh. Are y'all single or in a relationship with y'all? I'm in a relationship. Okay. I'm in the talking stage. Talking <laughs> stage? What that mean? Like a situation? Okay. Y'all, this is crazy. Yo, this is really crazy. This is so crazy. We were just having this conversation. Yeah. We were having a conversation with our with mom. mom. And now, so, mind you, she low-key old school. Okay. So, she got a different perspective. Yes. And that's what I was telling her. Yeah. We went back and forth between, okay, first of all, number one. Let me go ahead and They question. use the word courting. Courting. For what? Dating or for... Okay, do you feel like there's a difference between the talking stage and dating? Yes. Because what? What's the difference? Which one more serious? Dating is more serious than talking. And see, I low-key said talking kind of more serious. Because oh, well, technically, yeah, you dating, you mean you can date around to... You can date other people. You know what I'm saying? People think dating... Like, I feel like now in times when people say I'm dating, that means they're dating... Other people. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Like, so, you can date many other people when you're in a dating. I have two classifications for that. I have dating and I have dating exclusively. Right. Because okay. I feel like you should get to a point of dating exclusively before you jump into a full relationship. Yeah. Right. But I think talking comes before dating. And also talking is in the, in the midst of dating. Because I can be talking to you, getting to know you, but I'm still dating and getting to know other people. I always they tell people, hand, hand, you're yeah. not going to ever really meet somebody and they're not talking to nobody else. And if they did say, oh, I'm not talking to nobody else, just go ahead and let them go. Because that seems like a lot to me. But yeah. understanding that until we communicate that, hey, I'm cutting everybody off, mm-hmm. you cutting everybody you off, can I can date who I want. I don't use the word talking because I, I talk to my grandma. I talk to my coworkers. <laughs> I like a little more understanding and clarity to what we're doing. So if we are dating, am I dating openly or am I dating exclusively? Because if I'm dating exclusively, I like to date exclusive because I think too many people jump straight out of being single into a relationship without any buffer zone of mm-hmm. trying to give each other time and space okay, to transition there. Mm-hmm. So once you go from dating, say I'm four or five, yes. I say it's like a job. I'm y'all hiring somebody. Y'all looking to hire somebody. Are y'all gonna interview one person at a time? Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna interview multiple candidates right. at once. Then you're gonna narrow down the process to see, okay, who's gonna maybe your top three, who's gonna be the best fit. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna hire someone on a trial probationary period to see, like, okay, 90 days. Let's see yep. what you're working with. We are dating each other exclusively. I'm you're the only person who got this job. But you don't get full benefits. You don't get the 401k, the insurance, the pension until 90 days. And that's after what I call dating exclusively. I got this because I don't feel you can really get to know a person if you have too many other Other people people around. So if you want to be in a relationship, cut them other people off. Focus on getting to know one person. And then y'all decide whether or not is this going to work. Most people break up because... 
they ain't take that time to figure out if they liked each other outside of just being single. Okay, question. How long do you give yourself in the quote-unquote talking stage or the dating stage? Let's, let's start there first. Old me. Old me. I was very strict by like, look, okay, 90 days. We need to know what we're doing. We're getting in a relationship within 90 days. Mm-hmm. Now? So a little context. I've been in one really long-term relationship. We was together like four years. We lived together and everything. Then I got in another relationship after that, and I lived with somebody else. But it didn't last as long. So I'm now in the space of my life where I'm not putting no times on it. It's like really just just going with the flow. You seeing the vibe? Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Now that's that's different. I don't like going with the flow that because going with the flow, I'm too much of a control freak for going with the flow. It enlists that you don't have any intentions for what you plan on doing, and mm-hmm. I'm planning on. I like to be intentional when it comes to dating. What the fuck do you want? Do we want the same things? Because if we're not aligned about the same things, why are we even doing this? Like, what's the our end goal the same? Is our end goal the same? Mm -hmm. So it may be a year that we just dated before we decide that we want to be in a relationship. But that entire year was intentional. We did the dates. We took trips. We got to meet family. We got to do things that made me see, okay, do I want to be with this person for real? Because you don't want to be in a situation with somebody and then you realize, I don't even like this motherfucker. And that happens a lot. You do? Like, I was with somebody, and I would literally walk past them and be like, I can't stand it. <laughs> like, getting upset and irritated. Just the like, name, the, 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 the sight. To hear you breathe. <laughs> and there's so many people together now, they don't even like each other. So how long do you give yourself before you bring somebody around your family? <laughs> and does it depend on the family? Ding, 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 ding. Mom and Dad, I told y'all not to watch this. So if you're watching and you're this far in this, it's your fault. Um, <laughs> not you this far in this. I always warn people, my parents are standoffish. Like, they can be very, they're both Virgos. Okay. They are. What's the characteristic of a Virgo? Characteristic of Virgo are very. The earth sign, so they can be very pragmatic, logical about things. They're not the most emotional people, the most warm people at times. It takes them time to really trust you and build that connection with you. Perfectionist in many sense. Okay. Um, so I don't introduce nobody to my mom or daddy first. Okay. Generally, that's not my route. I like to go the route of my aunts and cousins. <laughs> That's easy. I know my aunts, they're going to always, hey, baby, come give me a hug, like embrace. My cousins, they get along with just about anybody. So once you met them, then I can kind of branch into, I'm still going to go to the grandmas before I go to my parents most of the time. Like, grandmas are a little more warm. but So you start off by the more... Outside. Outside, and you work towards the most important. Yes. Yes. And honestly okay. and truly, I can't even say it's the most important. Because as I became an adult, I curated a different family in a sense. Like, no, I love my family to death. Right. But 
they don't play the most vital role in my life. My friends that I've created as adults are closer to me, in a sense. Like, all my homegirls in Greensboro, that's who I call. If I'm in a bind or need something, they're closer to me. So they're going to pull up. So you're yeah. going to be around my friends and my family, mm -hmm. the family that the I most. created for myself more than my actual family. Right. So I don't even press, like, the situation of, oh, you got to meet my mom and dad. You're like, you don't meet them because I'm a family person in general. Like, you're going to meet my family. But I'm actually more, I care more about you clicking with my friends. Like, that's my circle. Okay. Okay. I can I can understand that. How you feel? You thank you. Same way? Pretty much. Overall. Yeah. But it's because my parents are more strict. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I done tried the thing where okay, I'm bring around my parents. You get what I'm saying? But now that I'm older, I just feel like I want to know the person first. Because if I'm bringing mm -hmm. multiple... If I done talk to somebody, you know, being real, okay? I call myself getting to know this person. I done brought you around my parents. We don't we don't work out. We don't talk. I bring somebody else around my parents. Eventually, in their head, they're going to be like, now listen. What you got there? Now, how many mm -hmm. people... How many people you going to keep bringing around? So now... I'm like, okay, I'm going I'm to talk. We're going to create a bond. We're going to grow. I'm going to bring you around my cousins and stuff first. Yep. Now, for instance, you're going to talk to Yoki first. Because mm -hmm. we stay together. This is my sister. So through on the phone, you're going to have a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Well, Yoki the, boyfriend. I'm the category of one of the most important. Right? Girl, please stop playing. <laughs> just, yes, just, just to be sure. Just yes, to be sure. Yes, but <laughs> you know what's crazy, though? I look at you more as a best friend. I do a sister. Wow. Like, yeah, you're my sister. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But it's like, like you just said. Stop your, it. Your friends, that your friends friend, that's different. are important. Like, your family is important, but your friends, and you're more like a friend to me. Like, yeah, you're my sister, but it's like, come on, bro. We, come on. I mean, we're friends, but I don't come let on. you have it as a sister sometimes. Y'all know I every do. episode, I this girl has to start with me every time. What? Let me finish what I'm saying. Who asked the question? Me. You exactly. Just, you just turned around and started. You started, started with me. No, I didn't. You I asked my question. Anyway, listen. What I was saying was, since we stay together, you're gonna have a conversation with Yogi. Yes. Okay. Cool. Right. When we get to start doing outings, that's when I'm gonna bring. Like, okay, cool. We still might hit Yogi and her boyfriend first. Mm -hmm. When we get to group mm -hmm. activities, and I yep. start bringing my cousins in. I got to see your personality around yeah. groups of How people. How everybody can click. How because I am is. a very family-oriented person. Mm -hmm. Cookouts and stuff, I want to be the... Like, I'm planning it. Yeah. Trips, but, I'm the one planning it. But she also more family-oriented because she ain't really got too many friends, especially local friends <sighs> with us. So it's not like we're really out and about meeting other people, getting close to them. Okay, that's the we're difference, though. We're where we at with that's our family. True. We here with the family, so that's we're going to be with family. Friends, so do you feel friends. like if you were to move and create a different circle? Then we would, would you... probably feel the same way as you. But like being that we here yeah. with our family, we, think, we yeah. automatically the same family because that's who we all that's we hang around. Our, our cousins are our friends. This, this, you know, Pretty that's much. always That's who that. we just hang around. Yeah, like that's it. I mean, and vice versa. So it's like, 
And that's a small town thing too. It is exactly. It is like you would think. It's a country in North Carolina. It, it it's small like this. It's actually a little bit bigger than us, but like it's still kind of small. It's still though. small. Henderson around what Charlotte? Mm-hmm. Oh no, Lord Jesus! Oh where? Uh, basically near Virginia, really. Virginia. Like, it, oh yeah, you up the there? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So yeah. yeah, and I and that's when I really started to notice the dynamics between like small towns and how that worked. Because dating somebody else who's from a small town is like, oh shit, y'all get down how we get down. Like, right. mm-hmm. you hang out with your family mostly. Mm-hmm. So cook out, same people always come around, holidays, same people always yep. come around, you get what I'm saying? So it's important to have a spouse who you know will mesh well with your yeah. family, mm-hmm. like everybody can get along, and because yeah. I dated one person, oh my goodness, I couldn't stand his family, I couldn't stand his mama, okay. I couldn't stand his sister. Do you I think couldn't... a relationship will work if you don't get along with Oh hell family? no, <laughs> no, it will not work, no. I don't like when people be like, "I don't like They don't you. care. I don't yeah. care. It might work if what? you don't have a relationship. If that person doesn't have a relationship with their family, that's the only anyways. way it's gonna work. But if there's somebody who's around their family and you gotta come around and you know their family don't like you, that's not gonna work. Yeah. And yeah, why would you want to subject yourself to that? Why would you want to do that? Mm-hmm. Like, and some of y'all women, I'm so sorry. Y'all have some hateful, bitter mother-in-laws. But leave that man and his mama if he can't get off her titty. It's that simple. You watch too many times where people are going through hell because of somebody else's family. And honestly, it's so normal because they make movies about it. Exactly. You should know that's kind of weird because they make movies like what? Made in Every time I look at Yeah, Monster in Law. That is so crazy. Every time I look at a movie. Every time I look at a movie, I'd be like, you know what? It's crazy because overall, everybody's living the same life. Everybody. Yeah, like... Podcast, everybody living the same life. The same... Overall, everybody has the same... Everybody legit kind of want the same thing. Like... Living the same life. Dealing with trauma. Dealing with issues. Trying to make this shit work. That's why they can make cars like Black Car Revoke because everybody living the same. Almost. Yeah, we might get our cars revoked, but we still low-key low key know. That is low-key so not good. It's not. It's like crazy, that honestly. It's not good. Cause that mean everything is just predictable. Like Ding ding ding. I got a question for y'all again. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm with it. Me too. I'm with it. And y'all people in the comments, let us know y'all answer this next question. Please. So I've come upon thinking, like I've been thinking over the last few years. Something is fucked up when it comes to marriage. Like, first and foremost, do y'all want to get married? Yes. Because I know, growing up, I grew up with y'all, in a sense. I've seen y'all mom and daddy together forever. So I know y'all grew up seeing Around, marriage. yeah. But do you all think that marriage still works for our generation? I don't the way know. It works I feel like a lot them. of people in our generation don't care about getting married. First of all, I'm in the wrong generation. Let's start there. I was made to be... This music, everything. I'm made for the old. You know, what I'm you know late eighties. Yeah, I'm the little girl. Like yeah. I, this, these, these people out here in these streets, they do too much for me. I ain't got time for it. Marriage, like you said, my mom and daddy. Marriage, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and I'm, then it's not no. 
crazy marriage. And some people see marriage and they be like, oh, well, my daddy done cheated on my mama or they done oh, got they a kid. Was, we yeah. had none of that. All that they was fighting. All none the of that. Yeah. No fighting, no cheating, no nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, yeah, I, I picture marriage. That's what I want. But, but at the same time, like we in this generation It's like now, I want to get married, but other people can kind of... Other people have valid reasons for not getting married. People don't mm-hmm. take marriage as serious. No. Yeah. They they and then if you're looking at somebody else's marriage and you be like, oh, they oh they doing that. Well, I'm gonna set myself up to have some extra paperwork in it. And and that's the thing. Each relationship, each marriage is a little different. But I'm seeing now more of an influx into people going the open relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's something uh, I can't do. Yeah. Don't you think it's so kind of crazy though? Because it, I don't, I'm not gonna say like it's crazy, but it's crazy that people want the open relationship. It, it, it shocks me because yeah. I've always been a monogamous person. Yeah. I've always wanted monogamy. But what I thought about one day, and y'all as business owners, y'all can get this: is the divorce rate is sixty seven percent. It's definitely high. In what? logical sense would you ever go into a business or invest in something that had a failure rate of 60 plus percent like this is like saying okay if you open this business you're more than likely gonna fail more than likely gonna fail so i think it's time for a restructuring of what marriage looks like what that is for us i didn't realize it was on it been on the whole time i didn't realize the air was on okay sorry it's a restructuring because you think about our grandparents grandma Especially depending on how old she is, she couldn't get a bank account. She couldn't buy her own house. She couldn't do anything without a husband. So mm-hmm. the needs of marriage was completely different. Mm-hmm. They had to do it for survival. Nowadays, most women, especially the black women, men. they're out earning men. Yep. They can do everything that a man can do. What do they actually mm-hmm. need a Why? man to do mm-hmm. in the sense of what our grandparents needed them for? So I'm like, I think we need to start to relook at a restructure how we see relationships, how yeah. relationships should work for us. Because if we're just talking about protection and provision, a woman can get her own gun mm-hmm. and provide for herself. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why I really feel like... And then if you want kids, you can still get that without being married You know how too, some anyway. older people might yeah. be like, oh, you're not married? Like, I feel like marriage is not for everybody. It's not for everybody. I feel like some people are better... Oh, you know what ticked me off so bad is that somebody in a bad relationship came and tried to judge me on a relationship. Oh. Yeah, you have nothing to say. What Fantasia say? Sweep around your own front door before you try to sleep around mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got enough issues to worry about on your own than to come over here trying to critique me. But if you look at it, most people, especially marriages, they ain't happy with each other. Mm-hmm. Because the way they're trying to go about it is the way their parents did it, or the way they seen other people make marriage work. And one podcast I love is Sam Bodie's Lovers and Friends. Mm, I, don't, I haven't heard. That she one. was on um, Poor yeah, Minds and Mobile Decisions. She's a sex relationship therapist. Wait, say her name again. Sham Bodie. Is that the one that just came up there? I don't think so. She light skin. Light skin. Light real skin. Oh, the one that just came for that Valentine's yeah. special. No, not her. Yeah, no. Not okay. her. That's uh, I can't think of her name. Oh, Brittany. Does she have um locks? Who you talking about? No. Okay. She don't. Mind. I'm gonna send y'all one of her videos. But her podcast is called Lovers and Friends. And she just speaks about a lot of relationships and sex stuff. And 
she had her parents come on and talk about their marriage and like how they went through all this shit. And her and her husband are in an open relationship. They've been married for about 10 years, but they said they never acted on being open. They've never done anything. They're in in an open marriage, but they haven't acted on it. They haven't acted on it. So she explained it more so as a free relationship, being that you get Mm -hmm. the opportunity to create and change the dynamic of your relationship as you see fit. She's like, over these last 10 years, we haven't seen a reason to want to bring someone else in. They've had children, they've done things, built businesses, but she's like, at any point that they want to start to experience something else with each other, whether that's a threesome or whether that's going on a date with someone else, they have the openness within their relationship to at least talk about it. I think that's a big part with just traditional monogamy is you instantly think that all this stuff is off limits. Just because you say it off limits doesn't stop people's desires. doesn't stop what people actually may want. So now you're cutting off someone from having something instead of just talking like, what are you really into? Would you want to do something like this? Do you think if somebody tells you that they feel free with you in mid-conversation, Right, you know, through conversation, somebody say, you know, I feel free. Like I've, I don't think I've ever felt like free before. Would you take that as a compliment, or would you take that as a insult? How would you take that? I would take it as a compliment, only because I try to curate a space where I allow people to come in and be themselves. Like I'm learning you for who you are. I don't want you to really put on a representative. So. I try to create a space where you can be free. And then I can be free to make a decision on whether or not I want to fuck with you. I like to make people feel safe enough to really just be themselves. How you feel about that, Yoki? I feel like I can see it both ways. I can for sure see it both ways. But I do. I would love for somebody to feel free around me, too, though. Okay. What's the negative connotation you see in it? I think... I think men, some men see free and they think run over. Yeah. So no. I think it goes. Yeah. Now y'all gotta understand. I'm coming from the homosexual Because <laughs> when y'all. Same niggas, thing. Same no, thing. but wait, I ain't gonna hold y'all. Y'all be going through some shit with these niggas. <laughs> these niggas is stupid. Like, and they think y'all stupid. And so I get what you're saying where they like, if if I had, if I was a heterosexual woman and I had a man come up to me and be like, you make me feel free. You make me feel like I ain't never felt before. I'm going to instantly start thinking he running game. Who, what exactly. other bitch you fucking with? That's what it sounds like. like. No, I said it's kind of both. It's kind of both. Yeah, yeah, I can it, see that. It's based off the tone. It's based off the conversation. It's really based off of. See, and I'm a question. Like, see, I, question. I feel like, like with me, my boyfriend, I feel like, I feel like he could be free around me, but I also feel like he kind of know, like, like I feel, I don't know how to word it. Free is feel, different. You than feel men. like he could be free around you, but you think he feels like certain stuff he cannot. Is that what you're saying? And kinda, it it kind of yeah. goes back. It low key kind of goes back to that conversation that Shaquille O'Neal was having in that interview recently. What he said about it, it is a lot of times. With him so bad, that made. Wait, what did he say? What did he say? He, he said, said that basically they asked him, "Has he ever opened up to a woman?" And he was like, "He's never opened up to a woman because men can't open up to women because women are going to use what you yeah, open up to them and throw it back in their face." Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, I know what straight men they don't. 
feel free and safe with women because it has been a space where it's been thrown back in their face. If you like, oh, yeah. I was, I went through this at such and such. Mm-hmm. Oh, you old thumb sucking pee in the bed, nigga. Yo, I told you that in private, like in confidence. Yeah. So I can see it from that aspect or of daddy situations or anything, any type of trauma. Yeah. Because I know I got friends who they'll go low like that and pull up some shit that you done told them. And it's like, you can't weaponize Mm -hmm. people's story in that way. So I can see to whereas that would actually be a good thing. If a man comes and tells you that you make them feel free, that sounds like safety. And most but women do don't know like, how to provide safety. It do sound both ways. It sound either way. Yeah, it could go both ways. I think it's based ways. on your perspective. Yeah. And the you relationship you have with that person. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think it is, too. Yeah. Ooh, you telling me, how free do I make you feel? What do you mean? I yeah, free enough to do what? To do what? What do you mean? Free enough to do what? And it also depends on what y'all done been through. Yeah. And we done been through, you cheat on me, and you tell me you feel free around me. Now, I'm Oh, do you? Do yeah. you now? Yeah. How free do you How feel? How free do you feel? What do you feel free to do? Exactly. Yeah, like, what do you feel? What do you feel free to now, do? Now we just don't have good conversation, and you tell me you feel free. Okay, that's different. You know what like for example, say somebody don't have manners, mm. and they feel free enough to talk to you any kind of way. Mm. But you should also feel but free for, enough to catch your But for for mm-hmm, someone mm-hmm, else, mm-hmm, say mm-hmm. they feel free enough to do this to you. But then they don't feel free enough to do this to another person. So then that's why I'm saying like it depends. It's good and it's good yeah, and bad. That's why I said depends. Because I feel like at the end of the day, it depends on how you actually feel with this person. It depends what you're yeah. free to do for real. Yeah. Act with me like you would act with your doggone boss. Or if a, if 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 your pastor came in front, you, you gonna cuss around? Him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's things. Certain I levels. like. I don't want you to walk on eggshells with me, but. Give me the same respect. You gonna respect my boundaries. You shouldn't. You gonna respect me. Probably comment on. Yeah. So it do go both ways. But we this been a good little thing because we've been recording for a while and we didn't answer none of the icebreaker questions. For Wait real. a minute, for real. Child, like, we got too good come on, for let's, it. Yo, let's, let's, let's at least ask two of them questions. Let's try two of the questions. For real, at least two. We didn't even try them. Yeah, these are from the game. Let's get deep. Are any of those deep? Nah, this is now is now the kind of mediocre time conversation. It's just like they can just tuckle back up under. Oh lord! Man, the conversation that got so good that cars now just like. No, okay, this might be a good one. What TV show would you want to be a be featured guest on? Be what? Featured? Featured? Guest on or participate in? Hmm. I'm asking after y'all because this is really low key hard. It is because I it's love really TV. hard. I love it's it. a TV show. It says guests or participate on a TV show, but since like yeah, I'm about to say since it's like more today's time, let's just say anything like even when it comes to like YouTube I got podcast, like I got Club Shay Shay for example, anything like that. Okay, I ain't got enough mess right now to go on Club Shay Shay. You think but- he messy? He, I don't think Club Shay Shay is messy. I don't think he's a good interviewer either. But I think he's he a great he interviewer. He don't talk for you. Yeah. I think he's a great interviewer because he know how to ask the questions back to back. That's why I think make a good interview. Like if you talking to me and I know how to ask you a question, that but ties into. I feel yeah, like he, I yeah, do. but then again, I feel like he don't do that enough. I feel like he sticks to cue cards until where like it's been things that somebody like Cat Williams said a lot of shit that he I want him to dig in on. Yeah. But you like, know what? He was talking about Cat Williams talking about his friends too, though. 
Yeah, so, so he probably he had to tread lightly. Yeah, it's like he couldn't really yeah, be comfortable because at the end time, of the day, he felt like he owed loyalty to his people. But I'm sorry, a good I mean, journalist. Yeah, but come on, now. you ain't never seen Wendy Williams being. Wendy Williams was gonna ask them questions. She and Jason Lee, like Jason, Jason, Jason Lee. I love Jason Lee. I love Jason Lee too. He I love get, him. I he's love direct. Him. No matter what, because you know that's what you stand for. Like I, if you gonna be a journalist, okay, you know you ask questions, but you know I'm gonna have to post this. You know I gotta. Come on, you know this is what I get paid to do. No, you know I'm gonna have to ask that question. You know I gotta do it. Yeah. You should. You should feel more comfortable with me than the one that. Yeah. But I feel like that's why a lot of people love Angie Martinez because. And see, she do a good I job of every now and feel comfortable. Yeah. Like she get people to talk about stuff that you ain't seen them talk mm-hmm. about nowhere else. Mm-hmm. But it's also because she's been doing journalism so long to where. She can ask one question, and then she's gonna tie everything yeah. else to get to this point that she wanted without asking that specific question. But specifically, the TV show put me on Married to Medicine. What is that? I never heard that. You never heard of Married to Medicine? No. Oh my goodness! It's with it comes on Bravo. But honestly, show. I don't really watch TV for real. Okay, that's my problem. So yeah. y'all tell about Married to Medicine in the comments. Go look yeah. up Doctor Heavenly. And. <laughs> It's just, it's a show about doctors and their wives and some doctors and their husbands. It's been coming on about 10 years on Bravo. I would like to watch that, though, because most reality shows don't be about And that's one of the reasons I like the show. They usually be about, like, basketball players, football players. Like, they actually show, I think, Simone and Dr. Jackie are both OBGYNs, and you have two dentists on the shows, and then the other wives are married to doctors. So you get that experience of seeing black people successful, doing good, but it's also, oh, they messy as hell. So Quad, who was on the show from the beginning, her ex-husband just came back on the show with another girl who's 15 years younger than him. And it's just a whole lot of mess. So I want to be a part of that just to get the mess started. Me and Dr. Heavenly, we could really be like (laughs) Jack and I. I'm going to ask the messy-ass questions and be like, they just took Dr. Jackie to Hilton Head this weekend, and her husband cheated on her. What in days Hilton the show come on? Sundays. It comes on tonight. Tonight's the, actually the first episode back because of the Super Bowl. Mm. So, for example, they took Dr. Jackie to Hilton Head on a vacation, and her husband cheated on her in Hilton Head. So, Dr. Heavenly asked the person who planned the trip, was like, Bitch, you did this on purpose. You knew this is where this man cheated on her with. So, I want to get in the mess in that way. And then my second show will be All the Queen's Men. Mm. <laughs> that's good. Let me. That's one of my favorite shows. Woo, madam. I love her. That's a bad bitch. I promise you, I love her. It's like when I watch that show, I feel like. Okay, I think I low key got anxiety from women. So with certain <laughs> shows, it'd be like the anticipation be really getting to it. It'd be too much. But it's like with that, it's feel, it's, it gives anticipation. But it gives at the end of the day, you know, Madam gone. She gonna make be sure. Madam. Like she's gonna make sure she win at any moment. So it's like it's good, but I just know Madam like the baddest. So she's gonna she make gonna sure. Yeah. Either way it go. Like, I don't wanna be a stripper. I don't wanna be one of the dancers. <laughs> I don't. But like let me be like one of her personal security. Like guards one of in her circle kind of. In her key. circle. Making she move, she's a but she ruthless. Yeah. When she went into that mental home and started shooting out on people's death, she was like, "So y'all don't fucking hear me." She killed, yeah, she killed a lot. And there was a sign. She was like, "Look, girl, blue was like, yo, madam, look they at the sign they deal." She's like, "Oh damn, like, oh, she ruthless." Yeah, I haven't seen that. <laughs> like they, 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 they
go she'll kill him she'll <laughs> like really killing him i like i like that one let's Yo, see oh that is crazy okay a tv show i'm I over like. here thinking too like mm. which one you about to say hmm. i don't know my mom was but you about to say podcast with... too though yeah i was about to try to so do what podcast would you like to be on TV show, let's see. It's gonna sound so crazy because I feel like I'm gonna What if I can make up my make up my own TV show? It's a reality show. That's what they be doing. Like, again. think about it. They need what a car is. I know, but I'm trying to. Because if I say these cars, <laughs> you're gonna be like, "But what you want to do on it?" And it's like Let I want to add my life hear. in it. I want to hear it. Like the impact ATL. Okay. Okay. I would like to move to ATL. You know. But they're just showing their life. Right. Exactly. And I would like to be in there because I would like to show my life was like doing lashes and being a business owner and you know trying to be like regular, like yeah, my mind. But see, I think twenty four seven. So I would like for other people to see that I'm low key really always thinking about business. Yeah. I'm always thinking about something versus me just you know. That would be the purpose. So I would kind of like the impact. Because they focus because, on the business on there. Yeah, too. it's like business. So I would like that one because I would like to put May Beauty in it. Okay. Let's go with your name. Go ahead and do two. two. Yeah, you go ahead. I'm thinking about another one while you're talking. Okay. Uh-oh. It all depends. <laughs> I know why you laughing already. First of all, I'm a Gemini. Oh. So. Makes sense. No, what you about to so say? it all depends on the mood that I'm in. Jesus. Right? Sometimes I like to have fun. Sometimes I like to be serious and talk about healing stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? So if it came from the perspective <laughs> of me having fun, okay, then I would like to be on maybe poor minds, horrible decisions. If it came from me healing, I would like to go on um, in totality. Oh, yes, with Ashley, yes. Or you know what I really like, but I also like eighty five South. I like their whole little vibe. Like I, I like it. You chill. You know what I'm saying? I like that. So it's kind of. I have a lot. I can fit in wherever, honestly. I say, yeah. I have a lot of podcasts. When like, it comes to podcasts, that's really, he'll tell you, all I listen to is podcasts. So yeah, I have real. so many that like, I Like, Poor Minds is really like the podcasts I watch. I've been watching Behind the Lights with Winter, mm-hmm. the Bad Girls Club. Yes. I actually look you like That's actually really good. I was yes, shocked. Yes, I actually really like it. I, I really was do. shocked. I wouldn't think I would like it. Like, I make sure I watch every episode, literally. Mm. So, like, with Poor Minds, I watch more Poor Minds because. I can go back to a long time ago when mm-hmm. I didn't even know about them to watch them. Right, but like, right, right. You like the I'm really watch. keeping up with Behind yeah. the Lights. I like, I love Jason Lee. Mm-hmm. I love watching his stuff too. I like tonight's conversation too. Tonight's conversation too. I love their but conversation. But TV I love show. Trip. So I know, I know y'all would love Shane Booty then. And like I, I like her, I like her mm-hmm. format of her podcast because she always, if she has a guest on, she started off with like answering questions that people have sent in, or like letting people say their views on the thoughts on the subject. Then she goes into her interview and then she ends it and wraps it all together. Like I just love the format of her podcast and how it flows. Right. And she's had poor minds on her show as well, so I'll say start with that episode man. when she had poor minds on there. 
That was a really good episode. And see, that's what I've been looking for, too. I've been looking for more podcasts that actually got poor minds in it, but there's not their own podcast. Mm-hmm. So, like, I heard, I was listening to Ooh, one of podcasts. Yeah, I like that one, too. I like Cocktails Dirty Special. I like, I like it, too. I don't know, though. It's not, yeah, I was about to say that more. You know what's crazy, though? I think I am more into men-based things than I am women. Really? Yes. Let's unpack that. Like, I like 85 South. I've been on Poor Minds a lot lately because you can talk about it a lot more. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I just love stuff that's based off men. Because I feel like... I love talking about men's mental health. Why? Because you feel like men are vulnerable? Yeah. I like so for a man to, to be vulnerable. Yeah. I like men for men talk. to be vulnerable. They do. So I like talking about men's mental health. I like men Ooh. that talk and say their feelings. Because like you said, like Shaq said, a lot of them don't. They don't. That goes with, you know, why some men feel more comfortable talking to their homeboys. <laughs> than they do. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know. It just gave me okay. a different perspective, whether it's being vulnerable or whether it's talking street. Either way, I can like learn you're something. You're getting that different perspective. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I had to be on a TV show, I think it might be power. Let me shadow ghost. Ooh. Let me shadow Wait, ghost. Wait, TV show? I forgot about them. Ooh. Let me shadow ghost. I forgot about them. I forgot I want to learn street. I want to be so... I just know I'm who I want to be that person... That seems to be so Look, professional. you can put me on the show, but don't kill me. But I am so street at the back of my head. I don't want to be. I don't want to be killed off the show though. <laughs> they gonna kill me off in the show. Yeah, they probably kill, kill me off too. Be, y'all just keep me, man. keep me somewhere else. Like, mm-mm. I just want you to know. But yeah, I really think the impact. Cause now I'm really thinking about it. This is really a good question, low key. It really was. There's just so many shows that like you really can see like. I always said, well, I said I wanted to get into real estate. I would have loved to oh be Oh, my gosh. Shut your mouth. I was going to say that, but just because. Um, just because. because or Sunset. The other, yeah. Sunset. Yeah. No. Orlando. No. The lady. Ocho Cinco. Sherelle. Oh, Sherelle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I forgot which one. She, Miami. When she on? You know, something in Florida. I think it was Florida somewhere. Yeah. It was somewhere in Florida. But. Yeah, I, I was going to say that, too. But I was like, well, dang. If I say that, it's, it's really pointless because I don't, be I don't have it. This, I get you know, I like to run my mouth. I tell people all the time. If I, that's how I watch so many podcasts all the time. Like, y'all really just doing this for a living? Mm-hmm. Just talking. Just, like, just talking. Relaxing, talking. talking. Good time, drinking a little bit if you want. And not even just the podcast aspect. I like to teach. I like to run my mouth. I like to have conversations. I like to get the conversations. Love hearing started. different people's perspectives. Yeah. I do. So, if anything, a dream career would be something with me being able to go around and Getting the conversation started. Have you ever thought about starting off? I did at one point. Years ago. It was called Cut the BS. And then I cut the BS. And then I got on another podcast what? where I was a co-host <laughs> um, called According to Who. I did that for like a year or two. Did you like it? It was good. Krishan was on that podcast with me. Oh. So it was good. We had great conversations. <laughs> Who's Krishan? Because but... I thought rock. I did. I was about to say, you had an interview with Krishan. Please stop. Please. I, was, I was about to say, how was that? <laughs> I'm weak as fuck. He went our classmates. I was going to say, please stop playing. Krishan Rock. She stole I his name. I thought she meant like. She stole his name. I thought he name. meant she like, younger. she was like on there. 
<laughs> like against yo. Oh, yeah. I'm for real. I did. So no, I've been thinking. That's been the thing. I've been like, okay, do I want to like get back into the space and really start something on my own? Go but I don't it. like individual podcasts. So I, I like. Oh yeah. So I your first like... podcast you did by yourself. Yes. The second one you had with Krishan. Krishan and two other people. Okay, so you like that one more than what you had by yes. yourself. I like the engagement of having other people to bounce off of. Like, when it's just you by yourself. Yeah, it's like, I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking, talking but how I'm going to keep, I'm basically just telling y'all a story. Yeah, because how am I, how am I, I can't when, talk about When it's more than one person, and I'm not conversation trying to be they're going to be going. And that's it. I like the more of the natural conversation. Mm-hmm. And also, I like to have just not simple as mundane conversation. Like, let's really, if we want to talk about something, let's talk about it. Let's, yeah. Let's make people so, mad. <laughs> so, do you think, okay, because, what boss? Let's get deep. So, do you think, podcast, do you like a more structured podcast, or do you like a more free flow Podcast. Cause so far, really, honestly, this man free flow. This is very free flow. Yeah, this kind of give eighty five a little bit. It yeah, does. but at the it same really time, do. We want. That's what I felt we've been like talking about making it more structured. Yeah, we've been okay. thinking like we need to actually have segments because it's like we can get carried away, low yeah, key. It yeah, happens. but it's also like we need to. But it's genuine. You know what I'm saying? And like, okay, like it feels that. it feels good for people to look forward to certain parts. Of yeah. It. Yep. But I like the more unexpected route at the same time. And I like both. So like, see the thing is, or even horrible decision. Mandy's on see the thing is and horrible mm-hmm. decisions. And from watching her over the years, I realized she's a very structured person, which mm-hmm. is why her podcasts are like that. So when you know, when you listen to see the thing is, you're gonna have your grown, honest, and slightly toxic. Those are the three segments of the show. And she's very good at staying on point. But it's times where I'm like, I love this dynamic because I know at the end when they get the slightly toxic, after that they're going to play their songs of the week. They, it's yeah. certain things you do look forward to. But it's also where it's like, damn, I wish they would have kept going with that I conversation. Like, why did they stop just to get to this next segment? Like, that conversation was good. So I think you really got to have a balance. Like, I think Horrible Decisions does a good job of the balance of, they way may be in their vanilla story of the day, but if it's really getting really good, they'll continue with that and not go into the horrible decisions. I was like this one because we was thinking more so. Okay, we had to ask these right questions, but honestly, we didn't really have to ask nothing because the whole podcast is good conversation. And like, this has been a great conversation to me yeah. all the way through. And those are the type yeah. of podcasts I watch and I listen to because, like I tell my friends. Find a podcast that it feels like you're getting into the conversation. Right. Where you find yourself commenting and answering and like, oh, Not yeah, like an you, interview. It's not yeah. like an interview. It's like you're really into the conversation and you notice that more with the free flows like an 85 style mm-hmm. show. That low key be throwing me too where some people are messages and be like, oh, I want to do an interview. When I don't watch every one of the episodes. It hasn't been like interview. It hasn't been interviewed. Even when y'all did Creepy and Eureka, it wasn't. Or Darian. Or Darian. It wasn't. Yeah, interviewed. I don't feel like. Oh, that was my favorite episode. That was so I fun. I feel like, yeah, yeah, I feel like we talked, but I don't think none of them give. Interview. Like, I don't think we want it to be like we're interviewing you. Because it's We not, want it where we are really podcast. talking we're about talking. conversations that we want to talk about. Yeah. Low key, like. And that other people want to listen in on, like. And like also, different random conversation that other people might have, and they want to know how other people feel. Yeah. Like just regular, not just the. 
And that's what I, because those are the type of friendships I created. So one of the reasons I love my friends in the circle I created, because when we get together, we know the drinks going to get it going and we about to talk. Like, we going to be talking. And at the end of the night, we like, damn, we spent six hours talking, but it felt so good. That's Those when are the it type like, of moments I want. That's when you meet somebody. If you can have a conversation with somebody and it feel like you knew them forever, we're going to stay friends forever. Be friends. For real. But that's about an issue with a lot of the podcasts you're seeing. That's why I think I like Poor Decisions. Because you can tell Lex and Dre are friends. You can tell they actually like each other mm-hmm. and get along to where you see some podcasts. It was times I was watching Horrible Decisions. I was like, oh, I know, man, that we just can't stand each other. Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell the energy was just like, like um, right before B. Simone and Megan stopped. Yes. Yes. You could tell it was right. You could feel it was off. Like, oh, the energy like, is nah, off. this yeah. is being weird. Yeah. Because some people, you know, like B. Simone and Megan, I felt like B. Simone wanted the money. Megan wanted the friendship. Wanted the friendship. That's just how I felt. So, I feel like even when it comes to B. Simone now, I'm not really a big fan of her. Because I don't even look at nothing no more. Like Anything with B. since Simone the podcast, since they podcast in it, I haven't yeah, like I have not watched it. I have not watched nothing with her on it. Oh, I even unfollow her. Uh, <laughs> I really did. Yes, he's baby mama. Somebody like yes. that. She passed away, and she was trying to explore her death. They, I don't. I, I just don't like. I feel like all that really weird. First of all, weird. after all that in it, I don't like nothing about it no more. Looking back at it, I mm-hmm. felt like maybe she felt like she was above Megan the whole time because. Yeah, they were best friends, but Megan said that she but was helping be Simone. During that whole time, he gonna be Simone. Her, her purpose is to we help know. me, my assistant. Most friends want me to say that. No, yeah. friends want you to be just as high as I am. When I'm coming up, like you're not gonna, up you're together. not gonna keep saying, "Okay, I'm this assistant. person, I'm this." Yeah, y'all are both saying y'all friendship ended. Cool, but y'all was part of a friend group that you don't even see with Megan anymore ever. So now at this point, it's they like just brought her in. They just brought her for in for be Simone. Like none of that was genuine for real, mm-hmm. and I don't like that. And that's why you have to question so much of what we see nowadays because it's like these companies will push a fake friendship just yep. to get a dollar, mm-hmm. and it's like you can look right through and like, oh y'all don't really fuck with each other for, for real. real. Mm-hmm. And honestly, not looking at the friend group, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't look at it no more. Yeah, because like even with because um, it's not real to me no more. Because. Even okay, cool. Maybe me and Simone stop being friends. Cool. That don't mean that y'all don't need to. She's just not included mm-hmm. in nothing ever again. Like, like yeah, y'all that? knew her longer, but still, it's a friendship. You get what I'm like, saying? you would think you at least see them you. hanging out every now and yeah. then. Yeah. Like on Snap, like at least me and you can take a selfie every now and then because we want to go get breakfast. But now it's just like, oh, y'all just cut me off all the way. Basically. Like, the friend she really thought she gained. She didn't. She, she did. didn't. So instead of her just losing one friend. She lost one. She lost all but her friends. But they were never her friends in the first place. Yeah. And that be the issue so often. And y'all know, y'all gonna say I'm preachy. I might be preachy. But I don't give a fat baby ass. <laughs> <laughs> y'all up here looking for friends and looking for love and people who are showing you they don't fuck with you. You got to have some level of discernment to realize when people are coming to your life to use you. When people mm-hmm. see something in you, like you just said, that they see the greatness. And they will pimp you. They will pimp your gift. Like you, I'm very picky about who I allow around me, who I allow mm-hmm. my space. Because everybody ain't rooting for you. Just like you right here in Bennisville. I'm sure you got so many people who share your posts, who always got things to say when they see you, but they ain't never booked. 
they ain't never come try to support or do anything. It's like, mm-hmm. mm, let your actions match your words. Pay attention exactly. to the actions. Mm-hmm. Actions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, child. Okay. Let's see. This could be the last question. Let's see. Oh, it might be two last questions. Mm. This might say interesting. Okay. Put a stop to war or end world hunger. Put a stop to war. Or oh, end world hunger. For sure. I would say end world hunger. You know, took the glasses off, child. To make sun You know. That's going to be church side Nah. Stop to war or end world honestly that is really a crazy one but isn't war a cause for war so in a sense what if you stop the war and all the confusion and disruption that's going on in the world you could really kind of stop world hunger because most of the reasons that countries who are suffering from world hunger is because they're impoverished because they don't have the same resources that a capitalistic nation may have so if we were to stop the war that nations like China and the U.S. are pressing upon, you can put upon, more of that money into world. You can then put more of your money into actually okay. feeding, people. feeding people. But uh, honestly, my issue with this is I don't believe in stopping world hunger. I don't. Uh, I was gonna think. I was thinking about war too. Uh, and the war, I war. War is like inevitable. Like they literally not living. That's basically a war. They came here and. Like, what you want to stop that? No. What? Because it's a bunch of bullshit. What I mean by that is, <laughs> they sit up here and show us all this shit on TV and get us to thinking this is what's really going on, and that's not what's really going on. Mm-hmm. So we go back to something like 9-11. Most people are still unaware that Bush sent them people over there to blow up all and kill all the people, and then three years later said we didn't even have the proof of mass destruction. We went over there for nothing. So I don't really like. I know how government works. I know how the world works. Right now, they're trying to end world hunger by something that is called Sustainable Development Goals 2030. If you have not looked that up, go research Sustainable Development Goals 2030 because a lot of people are unaware on what's going on in the world and they just think things are happening out of the blue. Yeah. Trump getting elected was not an accident. Trump getting elected again this year is not going to be an accident. So I don't mm-hmm. want people to be caught off guard by it because I had How a professor you as a president. Let me get into that more. <laughs> I had a professor who told me if you want to keep a secret, put it in a book. And it's so many things that they put out. I was crazy. I wish I would love to read. But I I don't like to read. He loves to read. I wish I I like to read articles and shit. I like to be nosy. And see, I like more. I'm like more. So basically, let me give y'all a little detail. So. Oh, Lord. I did see your phone right there. They said, dog, go drink. But before y'all go actually look into it, Sustainable Goals Development 2030 is actually the plan that the United States came up with with the United Nations and all the other countries in the world to basically make us one world government, that we're all going to be on the same pretty much frequency to live as one. So the United Nations is going to be the world government that runs everything, and that's why you see them... 
2025 is going to be the last year they make internal combustion engines. So every car after 2025 is going to be electric. Yep. When you see them making things where they're trying to get there. Guaran- 2025. Yeah, tomorrow. Exactly. They made the last Dodge Charger December 23rd. They're yep. making no more Dodge Chargers. What? You knew that? Yep. So what? then you get into them speaking about having guaranteed income by actually 2028. If you pay attention, Sustainable Development Goals came out in 2012. They're just now getting to the crux of, in 2014, they spoke about a major pandemic. 2020, the major pandemic came. This is all in their articles of what they plan to happen. And we're just going in that direction. So the ultimate goal by 2030 is for us to be basically a socialist nation like China. And we're going into that direction. We're heavily surveillance. We don't, they don't have to put up cameras because everybody got ring cameras. If the police want to subpoena your ring camera, they can come do it right now and figure mm-hmm. out what was going on in your neighborhood. So we've given up our privacy. We've given up a lot of the yep. control that we have because of these cellular devices mm-hmm. always clicking accept under terms and conditions. Mm-hmm. We don't know what terms and conditions we just accepted. So going back to Trump, that's a fucking ignorant bigot. But he was put in office on purpose. He was very much so put in office on purpose because it's a division for 2030 development goals to go the way it has to go, we were all taught this, that the United States is the nation's superpower. We are the most powerful country in the world. That's no longer the case. China's now the most powerful country in the world. But for us to go up on this new regime of the new world order, so to speak, the United States has to fall. And the only way the United States is going to fall is if you put someone ignorant in it, like Trump, to lead it. And... I gotta start that reading. You're just going towards the steps I'm all watching right it now. all happen. Me too. Tune in. So, most people don't think that Trump is going to win again, but who's going to beat him? And he has to win again because the economy has to crash. The only way the economy is going to crash is if they have a scapegoat. Trump is the perfect scapegoat. So, it's a lot of things that I just tell people, just pay attention to what's going to happen over these next five years. But everything is laid out in the Sustainable Development Goals 2030. They plan, they show you what they want the world to look like in 2030. And they're not hiding it. We just are distracted by everything they put in our face in social media. But Kind of like the Simpsons episodes, huh? Exactly like the Simpsons episodes. Oh, okay, yeah. Everything is already planned. And we just kind of just going along with it. So I don't give that much of a problem. I'm just like, look, what happens, happens. What can we do? What can we do? What can we do? They already control the world. They're going to make the decisions they're going to make. Nothing. We can't do nothing to change it. But I just like for people to just be aware of what's going on. What's going on? Don't ever get rid of your... Don't get rid of your car with the key in it. <laughs> and the regular transmission. Please. So they going to stop your car at while you're driving? They can, they can kill you at any At any time given time, much. if they decide to put a mandate like with COVID. If we had electric cars when COVID came, they could have put a mandate to turn off all cars and no one could have went anywhere. Exactly. If all cars are mandated The, the proper quarantine. But that, that was just a test. Uh, they wanted to see how we was going to act. That's a good point. You know what? Y'all got me thinking now. Uh, look, we had an episode say that happened. We had an episode planned. Now I've got some question marks about if we need to do it or not. Child, they might come get us. <laughs> They might come get us. Oh, they're coming. They're coming. They might come get us. Do it. Stand in your Monique and your Cat Williams energy and just say fuck it. They might come get us. You know, YouTube is just a shadow ban. They'll put a block on Mm -hmm. it. Child, 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 child. Mm. Oh, y'all.
Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. <laughs> okay. Are you more confident or do you second guess yourself often? <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. I the things I do well, I know I do well. And okay. I do not question the things I do well. So when it comes to coaching, I don't second guess my coaching ability. I know I can dance. I know I can put together amazing routines that is like, ooh, that's awesome. Yeah. When it comes to driving, I love to drive. Mm-hmm. So, I know niggas can't y'all drive me. Oh, I'm gonna drive any day of the week. I have confidence in that. But certain things like math. <laughs> I'm okay with math, but I ain't got the confidence in that, so to speak. You gonna do that? I'm more of like a second guesser. Really? You overthink? I overthink bad. Yeah, I overthink. That's I think that's my problem. It's really more so me overthinking everything. It don't matter what it is, pretty much. I overthink all the time. Like I feel like I'm confident, but I also feel like I'm overthinker. Mm -hmm. So like, even though deep down inside I know that I'm doing this, I know it look good. I'm going to keep second-guessing myself. Keep second-guessing it. What in you... And not to be funny, but I, y'all, I told you I go deep. Is there something in you where you may not trust your decision-making or you, where you felt like someone made you second-guess your own decisions? Um, I don't know. I feel like... And I'm going to say, the reason I ask that is because I watch students that I coach. And you can always tell the difference between students who are very confident in just being able to decide what they want and others who are very apprehensive, like, uh, I, I don't really know what choice to make. And I've noticed because when I see the mama come in, the mama is actually making all the choices. And, or they, the mama be like, she don't know what she's talking about. Just, just listen to me. So I ask that because many of the times when we don't feel confident in things, it's because not maybe not our parents. It could have been a teacher who just made us not feel confident in yeah. our decisions hmm. that we can make the right decision for ourselves. That's crazy too because the guy that I talked to, he told me the other day. He said, "I can tell you was raised up with a daddy that loves you." Mm-hmm. And I said. He was like, you can tell it. You can tell the females that grow up having a bad relationship with their parents, with their dad, and you can tell the ones that really grow up in a loving home. Mm-hmm. And I said, yo, that's so crazy. So to hear you say that now, it's like, okay, I can see it. Because it goes the same way with, you know, men and mamas. Yes. Exactly the same way. You can, you can tell. tell. And I think what I give advice to as far as like my students when I'm trying to help them be more confident is you just got to trust yourself and your judgment because nobody else knows your situation better than you. But many of the times I know that's like my mama. Hope you ain't listening. My mama never felt comfortable with making decisions because she was never allowed to truly make decisions on her own. It was always other people telling her, well, this is the best way. You need to do this. Oh, you did that. That's wrong. You... So, until you can block out that noise and like, what's best for me? Hmm. Mm-hmm. How's this shit going to work for me? But even outside of that, some things, that's just your intuition. Like, are you a generational curse breaker? Yeah, I don't even like curses. I like cycles. I'm a generational cycle breaker. That's, that's the word I mean. I like, that's the word yes, I, mean. I am. Um, one of the biggest things I'm breaking is just the lack of communication in my family. 
And I honestly truly think this is a Marlboro County thing. We don't talk. We sweep shit under the rug. Mm-hmm. We'll go talk to, it, to this not person. Address it. And act like everything is supposed to go on. Like we don't live in a city that's 2,500 square miles and we gonna see each mm-hmm. other at food line and calls. Like, let's be real. I, that's the generation of course I'm trying to break as far as we gotta talk things through. You don't like her. She don't like you. Why don't we like each other? Oh, you ain't never been married. You always sleep with people's husbands because, well, guess what? That's what our grandma did. Oh, my God. If we're going to be real about it, like, we got to be fucking real about it. Yeah. Grandma was a hoe, so that's why the grandkids is a hoe. Like Sukiana said. She said, I'm Sukiana from a, line, a, a full line of hoes. <laughs> but what happens is grandma turned 50 and she like act like she forgot she was popping that pussy all over the county. <laughs> no. You got to be able to acknowledge the things that you did wrong so your generations after you don't have to go through the same shit. Mm. But no, they like that and sweep things on the road. So no, I'm the one who's coming in like, mm, let's have these conversations. You was molested by your uncle. That was tragic. But uncle still come around to the damn family reunion. So we yeah, not we talking about that. Podcast yeah. They want to come on and tell their story about something like that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ain't she from here? Oh, y'all ready to shake the table. I ain't got nothing else to sip. <laughs> I'm trying to sip. Look. I ain't got nothing. Yeah. Do y'all feel the same? Do y'all feel like y'all are the ones changing and making I've been told breaking the cycle. I've been told that. But I've been I've been told that for by example, somebody that don't even know me. For example, that I can tell that you're gonna be the one to kind of Change That's what I received the most. dynamic. When like, someone who don't know me come and tell me something like that, I, I receive it. Yeah. Like New Year, our family is more of a. You should be the first one at your house. You, you know, you don't in your house at twelve. You need to be wherever you live at twelve. So this year we did something new. We went to the beach. We brought it in at the beach. And my mama was upset, but it was honestly she didn't take it as bad. As long as I thought she was. Mm-hmm. So, but when we was doing it, baby, she was. I think y'all don't even going nowhere. I think it goes <laughs> with the, the first step is always the hardest. Yeah. It's the hardest. Yeah. And we have to be the ones to, honestly, we got to teach our parents. Yeah. We have to show them I something different than close. they've experienced. Because I know my parents, they born and raised in Marlboro County. They went to Marlboro County High School. They never left here. So, it's many things like I'm trying to teach them, not in the aspect of they're ignorant and they don't know, yeah. but they've never had the exposure to ever experience it. Right. Or the stuff that our parents tell us, we're not saying that it's invalid. No. We're still listening. It's just that now work. times change a little bit. And everything you get what I'm saying? Made up. I try to tell you about everything is so made up. Like, mm-hmm. All the shit that we do is so it's made up. up. Yeah, like yeah. so fucking. So why can't rooms. we kind of switch shit up to make it work for us? Yeah. And I think yeah. that's what my parents have been kind of realizing with me specifically is like, oh, I'm gonna do. He gonna do what he wanna do. And yeah. you're gonna then see, oh, but he's making it work. That's how I like, feel like my our parents lucky feel like we've been talking about moving so much and they've been trying to talk us out of it. But I think now they're at a point where they know we're going to move, but they just kind of low-key waiting, too. And they, like, they kind of waiting when we're going to do it. Y'all but you gonna, know why? They, if y'all move, they're going to move. I don't think they're going to move. Nah, they ain't going to move. I don't think they're going to move. But I, and I think they're more shocked that we're talking about moving just because when I graduated high school, 
my parents gifted me with a house. Mm-hmm. Right across the street mm-hmm. from them. Right. But that's kind of like off of low key like a little trout. Paid yep. off for everything. So it's like, why would you want to move somewhere and have mm-hmm. rent when, when, when you, you got, got a house house right for a house? So that kind of makes it a little bit more harder too for them to understand. Like, why do you want to move? Mm-hmm. And that's why I think too I be second guessing myself Cause I feel like I need validation with certain things mm-hmm. Like from my parents From other people Like it, sometimes I don't even know Okay should I wear this or should I wear that Okay, I need help. And I do that a little too much Versus me just knowing what Okay I'm gonna just put this on versus, I just really be like Lord should I wear this should I wear that Should I get this color should I get this color Should I get this limb, should I get this limb? So now it's I'm really trying stuff. to... It's the little things. But yeah. I think that relationship between a child and a parent, it gets so like, uh, once you begin those 20s, those mid-20s, going into 30s, because it's like... I still haven't even really grasped that I'm about to be 30 soon. We about to be 30. We are literally the new adults. We're the, we're the aunties yeah. and uncles. And it's like, you ask me, I'm still... I don't know. I don't know. It's I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just ain't really. I ain't grown for real. For real. In my head, not them. Bills don't. Bills. Tell you every time. But I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I don't. I ain't never really understand how some people just don't care about what their parents yeah. have to say. Like that's what gets. I me. think that's my problem. That's kind of like second guessing. Yeah, it is. That's when they number one reason. I told my parents not to watch this episode because I had to get to a point where I just didn't care mm-hmm. what my parents said or because honestly this is a podcast. Up, this whole podcast. This whole podcast like, ooh, y'all being in Marlboro County, y'all know. I'm sure y'all parents told y'all the same thing: is don't go out there and embarrass us. Like y'all are always mm-hmm. a representation of. I promise us. you, it's like some conversations come up where I know, I know my parents don't want to hear. No, but it's just like. That's why you gotta live for yourself. This is what I was thinking about because I really do believe God gives the vision. Mm-hmm. So okay, hear me out, right? I'm about to about to pitch him that idea. Okay, we're probably gonna cut this part out. Honestly. Why? Not oh, that idea. Oh, well, what idea? I'm talking about the ideal of the Patreon. Oh, okay, good. So you know how people have Patreons. Mm-hmm. Being that we're in a small town, we think. You know, even with our following, our subscribers, we don't have a lot of subscribers because we, you know, we just started and stuff. But being that we do have some people listening, don't you feel like $2 a month not too bad for, like, deeper conversations no. on, like, a Patreon episode? Like, episodes where we feel like, okay... Like, I'm not the best person to answer. I've described like three or four different Patreons. But, but we like, have dug deeper into this episode. Yeah, we have saying, yeah, like, like, like deeper into it on there though. G- yeah, giving people that exclusive. Just, yes, like more of the real mental, like how you actually feeling, like real stories versus just topics. But that's what makes me pay for a Patreon. Is like if you show me something, I'm like, ooh, I want to hear like yeah, that conversation. Like we can talk about the topic. But we might not get deeper into it because we can, we feel like, you know, we shouldn't. We shouldn't, but on the Patreon, you can actually go. Yes, like, that's what I was like. It, I was like, thinking, like, dang, I feel like 2 or $3 because no. you know they're going to take a portion of it anyway. So at least $2, $3 a month. 
it won't be bad That's for like bad. way more content and like deeper content, more yeah. serious content. More serious content. Yeah. How we actually y'all do like y'all can vlog, y'all can yeah, free, yeah but more we're still guarded at the same time. Yeah, like for those reasons. Yeah, like we don't want. You Not that be, we feel like we embarrassed so in like some conversations, but how many people take our episode and short it to my daddy? Oh, yes. I can I'm just ready for this. But you know wow. what, though, too, at the same time, for real, I it made me feel good. Yeah, but then right. I still feel like, okay, what if it was something bad we said? Like, what if we actually said something crazy? Fuck like, it. I might be cussing on here, but I know if I cuss on here, that's not me cussing in front of them. Exactly. And then they just hear me cuss. You hear me? You heard me cuss, but I told you not to watch this shit. So you already know what's going on. For real, like, <laughs> so I'm just like, I feel like if we start like a little small Patreon, just a little, a few dollars, I feel like we worth a few dollars. I know we're from Bennisville, I know our podcast just started, but I feel like we worth it. I think I me think second-guessing it. And she second-guessing the Patreon. I think me second-guessing it, though, goes hand-in-hand with imposter syndrome. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like if we start a Patreon, we might be surprised by how many people, yeah. you know... See, you just open something else. You just open something else up. Because with this space, especially being entrepreneurs like you all are, as you begin to grow and transcend to different levels, you're going to constantly have to fight that battle of making sure you know you are belonging where you are. Like, Mm -hmm. you cannot question the levels that you've reached because you know the work that you put in. Child, man, y'all can be places and people be like, oh, this... That's and I'm just like, or we be like, hey, it made me feel good, but still, just but it's like, yeah, or oh, y'all be seeing y'all pictures, oh, me, like I said, older people, older people came to us (laughs) in Walmart, like y'all started a podcast. I thought they was on the post saying, oh, we opened a spa. No, that's they say you got a podcast. So then, that's what I'm like, well, dang, that's really good. Yeah. But at the same time, and then what be the, really, it was really older. So I'm really like, dang, we made, we made it do me a Patreon. What really put the cherry on top for me, I ain't gonna call his name, but somebody came to us with the idea of filming us everyday life. Yeah. I already know who. I think. Oh. Somebody came to us with the idea, and it was like, okay, and what stopped you? Let's do it. We agreed to we it. We agreed to it, but we fell off with some things. So he probably yeah. He probably and, then with, and then with us talking about like moving, that could kind of mm-hmm. conflict. You know what I'm saying? But it's like if you feel like if you feel following. like. You will watch us. Why won't somebody else feel like they could watch us? Ding, ding, ding. Like, you basically showing us that, okay, you there's feel like audience. a lot of people might really like us to like watch us. I promise you, there's an audience out there for y'all. Coming it's from, an audience I mean, for everybody, too. Yeah, like, it is. Right. You just got to find your people. Mm-hmm. Or you gotta find vice versa. You yeah. You got to find just... your people, find the people who are going to support you and ride for you. And that's just what it is. But actually, y'all doing a show, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what y'all capable of. I don't know why yeah. y'all bullshitting. <laughs> y'all, first and foremost, the Mac sisters know what the hell they're capable of. <laughs> they know how they was raised. They know the type of foundation that they have. Y'all shouldn't be scared of anything. Y'all want to move together? Mm-hmm. You think we should separate? No. We want to move. That's my thing, too. I say that, no. I think she want to leave me. 
Low no. No, 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 no. You I think, do. no, get off me. You <laughs> got the idea messed up. I want us to move together but not live together. Oh, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. Yes. Like, because you got a man. Same apartment complex and everything. Like, yes. But just No, not okay, together. I like that idea. I don't want to live two different places. But I was talking about, I ain't like, got no friends. Well, if we get like a lot of money, money, money. We might always get a big old house mm-mm, mm-mm, with about mm-mm. two kitchens. Get somebody else to do it. Get somebody else to do it. Scorpio. Scorpio. Makes sense. Water sign. I knew she was a water sign. I'm a Pisces. But that's something water signs want. The community. Really? Wanting wanting to be community. What? See, that's why I think I really want to learn more into Zodiac signs. Please get into it. Yeah, I know Zodiac is like certain... Y'all know y'all moon and y'all rising? I see, no. I was looking it up the other day, literally. And I think... Did it say Venus? You remember? I figured he was going to do it. But it was something. I was just like, hmm. Hold up. Because it plays. It's on my phone. I yeah, think a lot of people. think it don't, but it really does. It does. People really look do. only at your sun sign, and they're like, oh, that's what makes up who you are. Yeah. But you have your moon sign, which is going to be your emotions. That's going to be how you communicate mm, and things like that. Then you have your rising, which is going to be how you, per- your personality, what you display as so i'm a pisces and i've always had people tell me well you don't come across like a pisces but that's mainly because my tar my rising is a taurus and then my moon which is my motion is a cancer lord i gotta look this up i can't like and when i say when y'all get into it it's like whoa i was watching the episode with poor Myers where it was like you being born with a certain it was something. Basically, it was being born at a certain time. So, when I looked it up, yep. I think the thing... I think it was Venus. What is it? The Venus is your yeah, love. Love sign. Your love sign. That's love the sign and that shows how something. you love and how you interact with the like relationship. And I have a Aquarius Venus. I think it's an Aries. That means my Mercury is Aquarius. Mm. Okay. Mm. So, each sign is going to show... So, your Venus is your love sign. Your Mercury is the way you communicate. Yeah. Your moon is your emotions. Your rising is your yeah, truth up and how you it. show up. Yeah, I want to and too. When I say it. That helped me know myself more. It helps you know yourself a lot more. And a lot of people be like, oh, astrology don't make sense because you're only looking at your sun sign. Right. And then if you like to get into those Christians and those believers who like to argue with you that astrology is of the devil, ask them what the three wise men were. Because this one right here knows the Bible. I know the word. Who? What were the three wise men? <laughs> Astrologers. So... <laughs> They looked at the stars and the moons and the signs to tell you when Lord was returning back to sure. tell you what he was saying. This conversation just has so many different things. Mm-hmm. You can just, let's go a little deeper in this one. Let's, let's go. Yeah, let's, let's, we got to do another one. Jesus. Yeah. So definitely, y'all, find y'all time of birth. Oh, uh, yeah. Get into it. You remember yeah. I asked Mona the other night? Yeah. You remember? Oh, yeah. I, I was trying to figure it out. But. Because that thing shook me to my core. Like, I always say, I can't date a Sagittarius. I said the but, same thing about the Taurus. But as a Sagittarius, he has a lot of Capricorn placements. So, like, I like Capricorns, and he has a lot of Capricorn placements. So, when you look at the rest of the chart, it's like, okay, he's, a, he's mm-hmm. a Sag, but he got a lot of Earth on his chart. Earth and water balances. You being a Gemini, air sign, you need a fire sign more than like. He act like a Gemini. You said I need a what? You need a fire sign. What's a fire like, sign? A fire sign or a water sign? Or another air sign. Ooh. That's toxic. It's not toxic, it's just complicated. It can be complicated depending on what his other signs are. 
But sun sign with a Taurus and a Gemini, there's an instant they, communication ooh, issue. me. But you know what? <laughs> there's instant communication I issues. always, yeah. I get that. It's my boyfriend, Pisces. Like my... He's such a good man. <laughs> you have a good man. So but I, that's a good man. So <laughs> but honestly, you're be, you being a Scorpio, him and a Pisces, that works. I've always worked with other Scorpios. It's just a natural flow there that just works. It's easy. Hmm. Uh, but this yeah. has been a great podcast. Let me tell y'all. Y'all, tell them to bring me back. Oh, we are. So you can drive from Greensboro this morning? Raleigh, actually. Raleigh? Because he's staying in Raleigh. It's a little further. Because he had, he had a shoot last night. He shot his nephew's birthday party because he's a full-time photographer. Hmm. So we were out to like 12-something. You like it? When that... Yeah, that's inspiring. Like, I, I'm not always doing events. I just did it for my nephew, but I used to do portraits and things like that. Mm. That's real cool, inspiring. Mm. So, sitting there listening to y'all talk about your entrepreneurship journey, it's like, I'm in the same boat. Right. Mm. Hey, so, for me, the drive was nothing. This is home. Because I'm going to see my right. mom and dad. I'm going to see my mom and dad. And see, I need to um, drive more. You just need Come to on, let's just go on a road trip. I like to go. I love to drive. So, you probably, yeah. I'm always the driver with any of my friends. They know I'm going to be the one to drive. She ain't even asking about a drive. I knew you going to look at me. I was waiting on it. <laughs> but think about it. I've known her to be like that since we were in school. I, I don't care driving. what it's we were me. doing. You were going to see that silver Mustang pulling up. Like, and everybody was going to be in the car with her. Yeah. And everybody had license, but Diamond was the it's one the driving. Travel. <laughs> ain't nothing changed. <laughs> nothing changed. So, nothing. Literally, it got worse. Actually, it got but worse. it sounds like a road trip is needed. You know, let's make a trip. Yeah, it's for real. I like this. Go tour some apartments in Atlanta. Exactly. You know. Exactly. I'm so scared going to Atlanta. Why? Try Charlotte first. Then. Atlanta just seems in the middle. Like, I don't understand. I feel like I don't understand why my strong feeling is Atlanta though. Why? I don't know. You don't know? That's what I'm saying. You just have a drawing to Yeah, I really do. It's like Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. Atlanta's an amazing Maybe place. that's because that's where everybody seems to be. Yes. Like podcasting, like different stuff like that. Businesses, yeah. black people. It's, it's Atlanta. flourishing in Atlanta. But I'm just so scared. Ain't no need to be scared. I need a middle. I need a middle. Because I can't anybody... jump from small to huge. I would be worried. If I noticed that y'all weren't some go-getters, if y'all weren't some real hustlers, make it happen. I would be like, y'all stay y'all ass in Venezuela. Right. But the thing about it, Venezuela is limiting y'all. Very much so. Venezuela is holding That's another thing, too, that I think they help my mama understand why I want to move so much. It's because people come in here and be like, they see the different stuff. They be like, this don't even seem like it should be here. It shouldn't. Or they'd be like, um, you know, you can do so much more here. And then she, we say the stuff, she thinks we just want to move. You know, it's crazy. But when people come in sitting on their own, it's like. When ding, we ding, first ding. opened, so we like, it's been a year now. Well, when we first opened, it was some lady came. Random. She came in one day when I had an appointment. And Diamond, Diamond wasn't working in here yet. But she was just like really mm-hmm. being like the receptionist pretty much. So the lady came in. I wasn't even here. I was in school there. Oh, you was in school? I wasn't even here when she came here. Oh. I was at school. And you told me about it. No. So you was in school when she first came mm-hmm. asking, was it a recept- like? I oh. never even seen the woman. 
No, yes. I remember she. I was doing makeup one day. And you was just chilling up here. No, I'm calling out. And she came in. She was like, <laughs> "Is this a black business?" That's what she came. Oh, came oh, oh, oh. She yeah, whispered, yeah, yeah. "Is this a black yeah, business?" Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah. So she basically kept saying how she wanted to set up a meeting. Being that you know, businessville. When somebody asks you for a meeting, you know, that's kind of weird, right? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, like what? So I guess I don't know what they thought was going to happen. But the lady, we set up a meeting. My mom and my daddy was here. You know. Playing it off like they ain't listening, <laughs> but they was here. Little protect and you know the crazy, the craziest thing was it was really like she basically tried to interview herself to us, like she wanted a job. Oh wow! But the story she was telling us was like the plan I had out she for was me. Help. No, like she was saying how she knew somebody in Charlotte, and the person life she was describing in Charlotte was the life I was describing to my parents. And so they was like, wait, oh, this is a confirmation for me. Yeah. Like, it was really crazy because the lady was saying how this girl just moved there and she started doing eyebrows. She said she started making so much money. She ended up moving, selling her business, all this other stuff. But basically, it was like what I wanted to do. Yeah. So my mom and them so like, oh, wait a minute. This is what you want to do. This Like, is she talking about your future? Mm-hmm. That's how serious it was. So that's why I really want to move. And- she, Y'all gotta do it. Y'all gotta do it not only for y'all, but with being the cycle breakers, you're gonna have to be the one to do it to open the door for everyone else who comes behind you to do it. Mm, like, for sure. That's to, true. Because when you come from a town like this, it's always has to be that one or two people who just say, fuck it, and they do it. And everyone yeah. is gonna look at them and be like, "Oh, they crazy. They taking yeah. a risk." Like until you see that we really made, made it, it yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like somebody got to be the trailblazer and be like, "Oh, this ain't working for us." What's it's more out there, and I know y'all offer amazing services. You get into Atlanta first and foremost. We pay money, but they pay money. Exactly. Once you get them. Oh, you want a whole nother stratosphere. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's like. And honestly, that's why I really think we kind of balance. Because we have. We actually low key balance. Yeah. And now it's just really crazy because. And I love so that. So, y'all scared you know of leaving I mean? y'all clientele that y'all have huh? created? No, but so that's the thing. Are y'all scared of leaving the clientele you created? We're going to come back. I want to leave it here. I okay. want to really. I want maybe to be a franchise. Yeah. Honestly. So, the plan now is. So, I really, I really just want. Maybe this everywhere. But that's why I was saying stay kind of closer than Atlanta. So we can drive back and forth. Drive back and forth. Because, because we'll be doing it every other weekend. Yeah. Maybe here. You get what I'm saying? As well. Like and a couple days here, a couple days there. Yeah. Because you can hire two people to work this location. Yeah, but you know what the thing is now? You that know what? People lose their opportunities. You know what's so crazy? People lose them so bad that I had Don't the plan. Don't get child. <laughs> no, for real. This is a whole other conversation again. So, you know... Child I had Jesus. the plan. I already knew I was going to move. Mm-hmm. So, a little thing happened recently. I don't know if you knew. You watched you that should episode. know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think I know so exactly that what you're happened. about. <laughs> little do she know she really missed the opportunity. Because Beam. I know I'm moving. Yep. And I was going to let her ruin my beauty spa. I was going to put her in charge. And that happened. I Boom. said, oh, thank you, God. See how God do stuff God for you? God showed you. Me too. That was supposed to happen. It was supposed to happen. So I'm just like, oh, okay, that's fine. You know what? Don't even care. But it was crazy because I'm just like, you were... people really don't understand 
that the things they say can really impact the them. Things the they things do. they do can really impact them because I know I'm moving from Bennisville. You know you're leaving. You know what's next. So I'm really like, dang, okay. And I'm keeping this do here. Do you not understand the person that you pass this on to to really run it once you're gone? Like, this isn't a major opportunity for them. Exactly. So guess like, what? I'm in the process of looking again now in my head. But and it's crazy. But see, and then it's, it's even crazy because people think, I think people be looking for validation in the way where if you don't post about it, they think it ain't happening. Yep. So mm-hmm. technically, people don't know that they're, like you're looking at them as an opportunity to mm-hmm. take over. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, because you didn't say nothing about it. They don't mean yeah. I'm not thinking. Um, it's thinking. just that just because I can't do it at this right this moment, I'm not in the action of actually doing it. But I'm thinking about doing it. And I know I'm going to do it. Planning. It's just you're, not right now. You have to, but no one understands the planning, the process that yep. goes exactly. into making shit happen. They just know. I said, people just don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure so many people be missing opportunities. Yeah, for sure. So many people. Yeah, Because the biggest thing is what we fail to realize is we are humans who are meant to connect with one another. And connection is the biggest part of growing and prospering. Mm-hmm. Jesus. It's about who, it's not only about who you know, but the connections that you make with the people that you mm-hmm. know. The impression that you leave upon them to when they enter another room and someone says, do you know someone who can do X, Y, Z? And they say, oh, yeah, I know. Like, that's what it's about. But we haven't been taught to properly build connections. We've been Mm -hmm. taught when a motherfucker make us feel some type of way, cut them off. Mm -hmm. Or always Mm -hmm. try to do better. So that puts you in a competition. competition. A competition with people who can help you. Exactly. Exactly. I'm an institution, you're an institution, but I specialize in this while you specialize in that. How is that a competition? Exactly. Maybe I can't get the person in. I'll see somebody else doing a Exactly. Me too. Y'all, I can't. If I can't get girl, you in, look, this girl do delicious good. This girl do delicious good. I really can't do it. I'm booked up. I like, can't do it. How is that stopping your bag? This yeah, girl literally bad. messaged me the other day. She, somebody, one of the clients here, commented me up under this girl post about bartending. She messaged me. And I told her I couldn't do it, but I recommended her another one. Yep. And you know what? The crazy thing is, they'll never even know because I'm not gonna be the one to be like, "Oh, I just recommended oh, I you." Somebody yeah, a lot of do all now. That. Look, I do have some clients that say, "Okay, this person's recommending me," and I love hearing that. Yeah. But you just don't really know how many people really be recommending. You don't never know. You don't know. You and never that's know. That's why I say word of mouth is the biggest thing. Word of mouth thing is out the there. biggest mm-hmm. exposure. I had a client come to me like, "Do I get a discount if I recommend somebody?" To you? <laughs> That's what? Me. Like, yeah. Uh, and then to turn around and say, oh, she already followed you. I just told her about you. No, then that means you didn't do that. You didn't do exactly. it. You didn't do it then. You didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing why I told Yoki that we got to start getting out there more because we yeah. really don't do nothing but work for real. That's so I said we that we can't network with people by just working. Even though we meet new people all the time, we're not really networking. That's why I said that this year we need to be more intentional because out of sight is truly out of mind. Like doing yeah, like different yeah. stuff mm-hmm. or just walking around when they hand out business cards. It don't even matter. You can send like anything because people right now still come here today. Don't know. And never knew that we was right here. That's what mm-hmm. I be screaming. My mama building right there, Victoria's Tax and Credit Services. I scream to her all day. Right every where? Day. Yeah. Right there by Subway. Victoria's Tax and Credit Services. Really? That's my mama building. You talking and right beside Subway? Right beside Subway. The building right beside Subway is my mama, Victoria Adams. Wait, you talking the building connected, right? Connected, yes. 
I didn't even know that place was open. Exactly. That's Yo, why I did not her. know that. I always scream at her. I'm like, you have to put yourself out. I didn't know that because I thought it was a bookstore, like a closed bookstore. It used to be, and then she got it and turned it into her tax credit. Service. I did not know that. That's crazy. And it's all about how you push yourself yeah, out there, crazy. the marketing and things exactly. of that nature. So, and that's what I've been pushing her to do a lot more recently. Like, go to these vendor go things. Out. Go mm-hmm. out there. Put your, just even out like, even in the Go to Dairy Dream and put your business cards right out yeah. there at the front. Somebody gonna see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Exactly. Because they, your town ain't gonna support you. The way they should. The way they should. We know that. We done had that conversation at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Until yeah. until they see that you are the shit they that you said you are. They not going to support you until all the people start supporting you. It take for somebody like somebody they Carlos Miller to walk in yep. these doors. To be like, oh, this something else. For them to want to go look at the episode. Mm-hmm. Like, you ain't being seen these episodes. Like, you ain't been seeing me post since September. Cause I, because I got somebody of a higher status that you feel is valuable enough to validate in your eyes, me. you must look up to them. Oh, now you ready? Come on, you. That's just crazy. like Victoria Monet with this Grammy situation. Yep. Now everybody gonna be asking her to come and perform. Mm-hmm. But just a few months ago, she was mm-hmm. not ready to be on the VMA yeah. stage. Mm-hmm. But until she got validated by the Grammys, now everybody want to be on her dick. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, don't pay attention now. Nah, keep keep me back there. Exactly because I know I know my time coming. I know our time coming, and when our time come, you gonna remember. Mm-hmm. And it ain't about being vengeful. It's not about what? being spiteful. It's just that. But it's knowing who was there for you when and you were. And that's what I was about to up. say. You know, for the outside looking in, when you see people, a lot of people are like, oh, they think they all that now. It's not, and it's not even mm-hmm. me thinking I'm all that. It's me reacting to how you treated Treat me, me when you didn't think I was all that. That's mm-hmm. it. Because, child, I wish you just might. Mm-hmm. I, I wish you might approach me crazy like when we make it. Because that's the thing about it. It's when we make it. It's not it's about if. if. It's, not it's if. the when. It's when. Because I tried to come to you and get you on with this as I'm mm-hmm. building up, but you don't see it. And you know what? So what? You don't understand my vision. Yep. It's my vision. You yep. don't have to understand it. But do not come at me once I've made it. And, and think tr- something's going to change. You oh. think I'm going to move for you? Exactly. Hmm. Not unless the Lord give me some type of... A- only. Him Only. Like, even when we be asking people, like, okay, what's some questions on the podcast? Or send us a crazy, like, story time or something like that. And they don't do it. But as soon as we, when we get big and we have that, then they're going to be sending Oh, then it's going to be all these story times yeah. and people got stuff they want to say. Like, For real. y'all could easily come over here. I ain't got, I had a story time one time. I was dating this nigga and he tried me. <laughs> and I called my cousin. I said, can I borrow your car? She Small said, yes. Stuff. And we got in the car, and we went, and we stood outside his house for hours, and I had to wait to see what he was going to do. Just give us a story. That's exactly. It's really it's a small But stuff. as soon as you get one person on here who they feel like is big, can I come talk to y'all? No, <laughs> fuck it, you. No, 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 no. Big, big, and exactly. hard if. Hard. <laughs> 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 I mean, spit flying and all. Listen. <laughs> You give me, boy, when I get that chance. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But yeah. it's okay. We're not mad at y'all because yeah, you know what? Yeah, we're not mad. It takes a certain amount of understanding. For First and foremost, you got to be in your place, in a place in your life. 
to where you going after what you want. You doing the things that you want to mm -hmm. do to where you can accept other people living in their purpose doing what they want to do. So many people are haters because yeah. they're not doing what they want to do. Mm -hmm. They have an unfulfilled purpose. And when they see somebody else actually chasing their dreams, they can't support it. But it's like, baby, you can do it too. Exactly. You really can. We all can. But we got to get out our own way and get that nigga out your bed who ain't paying no bills. Please. Please let him stop. Like, let don't let him drop you off to work and he's not paying no bills. That's funny. He said drop you off yeah, to work. Yeah, that's crazy. Men. Because a lot of people only think that it's the men who are trifling. Men, get that woman out your house who ain't paying no bills, who ain't trying to work, and she just wants this lifestyle. So many people are connected with the wrong people. Check your connections. Please check your connections right now. If you don't hear nothing else I said this entire mm. podcast, check the connections that you have. Mm. Because the connections that you have will stop you from getting to where you need to get. Somebody in your life right now should not be connecting to you. They're draining from you. They're stopping you. But because you don't have the awareness, the discernment to see that they're no longer good for you, you won't get to where you need to be. Baby, if that Wi-Fi ain't plugged in, your connection is off. Period. I ain't mean to do that. You did it. I ain't mean to do that. I though. loved it too. I'm sitting here feeling hit. I'm that hit dog. I want to holler so bad. <laughs> what? I'm just sitting here shaking my legs. <laughs> I'm sitting here shaking his foot, just just reflecting, just <laughs> being like. Jesus. This has been a great podcast. I swear. I love the conversation. I had a time. We're going to have to actually push ourselves to do these reels because this is too good. This is a good old time. Just ate me up. Just not ate you up. Good old time. Spit me out. <laughs> it's 2024, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That goes now relationships though friendships friendships any because that's the Everything. thing a relationship is a relationship because let me take one more for the road a relationship is a relationship the relationship you have with your parents is still a relationship i always tell people if you can't manage a friendship you can't manage a romantic relationship if you cannot manage a romantic relationship you won't be able to manage a familiar relationship relationships are relationships across the board so it goes for your friends. Do not think that you got to keep family around just because they family. If they holding you back, you got to let them go. And But the issue is most people think that letting go is a negative thing. Or they come about it from a negative way. Let people go in peace. Let people go with a, in a positive aspect of it's no hard feelings. It's no hurt. I still want the best for you. But I can't have what's best for me with you around. It's that simple. And that may be your mama. Cut your mama off, baby. <laughs> Cut your daddy off, baby. Oh, Jesus. I'm dead ass. I told I my... believe it. Like, believe me. Sure. I've had... And the only reason I can say that is because I've had the hard conversations with my parents. I told my parents, whoo, y'all was young. Y'all fucked up a lot. And I'm not holding them responsible for that. But we got to be real. My life could have been different had y'all life been different. So, be real with the people in your life. Nobody ain't going to read your mind. If you mad at your man right now about some shit he did last week, is he going to know if you don't tell him? Exactly. Communication. 
If you really like this nigga you with right now that you in the talking stage with, is he gonna know that you want more if you don't verbalize that you want more, which I feel like you ain't doing. <laughs> You feel it. I think you feel it. I feel like she's not you real. <laughs> because what I get from her is wrong. They didn't hit dogs. They didn't hit dogs. Wait. That's what I get from over here. You ain't coming back. <laughs> you ain't coming back. <laughs> y'all want to celebrate me back because y'all know what I, if y'all peep what I just see. <laughs> It's not mm. be another 10 years. <laughs> no way. Because you know not what it is. But I'm you playing. already know what it is. And you I'm know playing. her. I'm playing for mm-hmm. you. You know her. That's why I'm I said That's why I said earlier, yeah, I'm your best friend, but I hope I'm just as, as important. That's why I said it. Oh, okay. yeah. Because, yeah. because don't saying. act like, I don't be acting like no sister. No, bro. No, 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 no. I you had took to make it wrong. Sure. No, no. What I I'm saying right. is, I just want you to no, make no, sure. you took it wrong for real. What I'm saying is, you're the best friend, right? Mm-hmm. But you're also close enough to know to tell me don't bring him around if mom and them gonna be like no. You know what I'm saying? You have an insight. What's the on hold home. up? Hmm? How long have y'all been dating? What's the hold up? What? <laughs> she wanna. She wanna. Because I'm, I'm feeling something that you ain't this, talking about. We cutting this part. We no, no. We gonna we gonna talk about this a little bit and then we gonna this how we gonna go to Patreon. This, yeah, this how we introduce our Patreon. Yeah. yeah, we got a Patreon now. Patreon exclusive. Go ahead and tune in. So bad, child. This is funny to me. Go ahead and tune into the Patreon. Jesus, God, listen. Let's see if she talks. Now let's go on back because she tried to deflate. I'm saying. I'm gonna tell you for real. I'm gonna tell you what it is. I be asking God for signs with different stuff, right? Okay. The way He be giving me these signs. Ain't even the way I be asking for him. Because you know he funny. He real. He, I, you want it? Here you go. Here you go. Gonna give you what you asked for. <sighs> Child, getting a little hot. Because uh-huh. you still ain't answer that what question. question exactly. Let me hear one more time. You that, want you to do this for Patreon? Mm-hmm. Let me hear one more time. That question you, was. Real, you want to do it on Patreon? Because then we can go ahead what and What is end the holdup? Why are y'all still in the talking stage? What's the roadblock? Let me tell you what it is. Oh, wait, 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 real quick. You wanted to know how long. I did, because I, I need to know how long before. Yes. That's what I'm saying. You want to end it and then start the new one for Patreon? Sure, we can do that. Okay, we're going to just end it real quick. Y'all, if y'all want to keep on with this conversation, go ahead and hit, um tune in to our Patreon. It will be below. You know what's even crazier? We had an episode planned for 12 o'clock. It is one oh four. I know you fucking lie. <laughs> we had an episode at twelve o'clock, y'all, for real. And the emergency came up, but she couldn't come. Well, we see what? why. Child. Tune in to our Patreon. Oh, cause y'all gonna want to hear this, cause baby, I do. Exactly. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe to the Can't Tell Us Nothing podcast. Thank you so much for coming to talk to us. We definitely need you again, cause this has been too good. And that's why you need to subscribe because you want this tea. I, I just throw one finger on. Go ahead and tell them. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, y'all. We'll see y'all later.